What's up, guys? Oh, oh man, we got. Um, I was just talking about the NCAA bracket. I do. Craig's a little perturbed this year, but uh, he's going to watch. I, I love the I love the tournament because it's it's kind of like I, I don't. It's kind of like basketball. One of the purest forms of basketball, man, because you have kids that not because like I know everybody wants to go to the NBA, but it's it's very difficult, right? So like one point one percent, same with the NFL. But like the college basketball tournament, man, it's just a tournament and it's anybody's game. It's 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 one of the greatest things um that I watch every year. Um, I'm not an avid college basketball player like I used to be. I used to watch all the tournaments, and now I just I just love the NCAA tournament. I'm always going to participate in it. It's it's just phenomenal, and I have picked the winner, but I'm gonna probably tweak with my bracket like I do every year. Um, I, you know, it's 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 some good teams in it this year. So uh, I, don't, I think I might I might pick somebody outside the box like Alabama or Houston to win. Houston has been pretty good, man. They got an injury to a major player, but you know we we got to see. Yeah, so that that's that's how that's how much I love the tournament, man. I, I absolutely love it. I can't wait tomorrow. I will be tuning in, you know, tuning in, <laughs> watching the games, and uh, I'm gonna love it. Mo, what you? Okay, did you do you did you pick a winner yet? And why do you like the tournament? So I love the tournament. We've seen these upsets every year. Um, you know these twelve, the twelve fives, you know the thirteen fours, the you know what I'm saying the yeah we see it, the fourteen threes we see it. So I did do a bracket on another uh, site. I said I meant to the bracket I did randomly. I think yeah. you copied and pasted on ours, and I was trying to do a different one. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what I did wrong, but the I, I think Texas, I think I did a, I think I did unlimited, so you can yeah. you could do as many as you could do as many as you want. But I picked Texas, um, you know, so I did pick a national champion, um, you know, and it was it was kind of Texas got a good team. Yeah, it was it was sentimental, and I watched the tournaments. Um, I watched the conference tournaments, so I kind of been sitting there watching them like. I feel like, hey, this team just just got to make it. It's just something, you know. They've gone on that kind of run, and you know, I feel like they're deep, they're motivated. You know, they've they've overcome, you know, adversity with their coach getting fired. You know what I'm saying? And they they just bonded together. So, yeah, Texas is good. I got them in one of my brackets. How far do I have them going? I mean, I mean, uh, 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 Craig, don't hate me, but I got I did pick Duke in my Final Four. I didn't pick them with Nashville. But I just, I mean, they're young, they're hungry. I think they might. I, get, I got them losing to Marquette. Yeah, I mean, that's the back and forth. If I do another bracket, I'm going to pick that. But I, yeah. I kind of picked them just because they're getting hot at the right time. And they're young. And, you know, once you, once you get that young and you don't care type of move. Yeah. You could be scared. This, gonna be, this is going to be a good one. I got Houston beating Texas. Yeah. This is going to be good. I, I can't wait. Uh I don't know, Craig. I'd just be messing around, man. Craig's probably like, Chasey picking crazy people. <laughs> Look at his face, Craig. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... You got to kidding me. Come on, man. Alabama, 
Or Houston are not bad picks, Craig. No, no, no. That, that no, no, no. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Texas. I got they're, Marquette beating Duke, though. I think they're, 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 like they're, they're, they're up there. Marquette, I mean, I'm Marquette. Um, Alabama, UCLA, Kansas. So why do you like uh, the tournament? Because uh, I, I know, I, we know North Carolina's not in it after a good run. They had a really good run last year, man, which is so crazy. Why you like the tournament? And did, hold on, did you pick a winner yet? Yeah, I, I filled out. I usually fill out like twenty of them, so I'm gonna go probably tomorrow. Tournament starts at twelve. I'm gonna try to fill out a bunch of them tomorrow when I'm at work um, before I gotta do a couple uh, inspections tomorrow. So I try to get it done before ten. But uh, I love the tournament, man. I, like I, I've said this years years ago, like I think the, the NCAA tournament, the basketball tournament, is the best tournament in sports to me. Yeah, I, just, I, mean, I, I already love basketball, and I love college basketball more than I love the NBA. It's just, yeah, it's it, it seems like it's just not about at least at least it wasn't before. It wasn't about money. It's not about uh, sponsorships and things like that, and players sitting out or whatever it is. It's just kids just wanting to play basketball. Yeah, and yeah, I love getting it. coached coached by really good coaches to play basketball, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's up in the air where anybody can pretty much win. I mean, obviously you have teams that are more that are better or have more talent and, and should win over other teams, but it's always going to be some upsets. Like you, I know we saw a few years ago, 16 beating one yeah. team, uh, UMBC beating uh, Virginia, another team that be, people consider local or whatever, but yeah, um, you know, and you always get, you know, uh, a 12 beats a five pretty much every year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're like 42% of the time, a 12 beats a five. So something yep. like that. So, it, I mean, like last year you had Carolina making it as a, I think they were eight seed. They made it to the yep. final championship game. You had um, uh, the team that they played in the Elite Eight. I can't remember the name. Um, St. Peter's or something like that, I believe. Yeah, it was St. Peter's. Uh, they they went to the Elite Eight last year, and they they beat a lot of good teams. They beat Kentucky for one team. Yeah. Um, so it's just always some really good upsets. It's always some good matchups. You get to see teams that you don't normally see playing each other. And um, it, it, I just I just love uh, basketball in general. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the even though my team is not in it and I don't really have any any interest like rooting interests in the tournament. I still like to see good basketball. Uh, I do have teams I'm rooting against, obviously, like Duke and Virginia and Maryland. I, I yep. can't see those. So I'm hard rooting against those teams. Hopefully they'll get knocked out early. So that way I can feel better about myself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, some of those teams might go deep, but, um, you know, it, it's just, and then this year to me seems to be wide open, maybe because I haven't really been paying attention. It seems wide open. But, uh, some teams out there like, like Houston's number one seed, Marquette's a two seed. Like usually it's like the, the big name schools, Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, the teams that, that, that you're more familiar with being number one seeds and number two seeds. But this year, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's open and ACC is down. So they've been down for a while. So. I think the highest seed there is like a five. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe a four. Maybe it's Virginia at a four. I can't remember if they're a four. Virginia is a four, yeah. Virginia is a four. That's probably the highest. Yeah, Duke is a five. I think Miami's a five. So Pitts just played last night. So And I think it's another team, NC State, I believe. So Yeah, NC State. Yeah, NC State's an 11 seed. Yeah, they got five teams in there. So I'm looking forward to the tournament in general. And I hope it's – I mean, I know it's going to be good. You know, you just love to see buzzer beaters and close games towards the end and stuff like that. Comebacks. Comebacks, yeah. It's like 
upsets, obviously. So I know we're gonna get some of that. Um, I'm just looking for a good, looking forward to looking forward to seeing a good basketball tournament this year. Yeah. Hey, uh, Corey, I know that. Um, so I, I just tell me if you pick a winner yet, and why do you like the tournament? Uh, I filled out a bracket for work. I went ahead and picked Purdue because you know they got to oh. win one at some point, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, a homer pick, I know, but it, it's fun because you know I, I'm one of those people. I don't follow college basketball uh, at all, um, but it's it, it's full of chaos. You always have one or two really good, interesting stories, and it's it's entertaining. So it, it's really easy for people that don't follow it to just jump in and watch what's going on because there is nothing but basketball going on for a couple of days with the tournament and that's why everybody enjoys it yeah man um love that produce a good pick Corey. listen we're in the same boat and then mo and craig are in the same boat they're watching it constantly during the season, having conversations, right? And we're like, oh, what's going on? But I love it. I love the tournament, man. Um, it, I agree with Craig. I, I still, I think it's one of the purest forms of basketball, man. It's, you know, it's it's not, I love the NBA. I, I do. NBA is at a high level, but, you know, if a guy is sitting in this tournament, he's really hurt. Like there's no man, low management. It's just straight up. Let's see if we can win a tournament or get to the final four to be a part of history. Like that, I, I love it because this sometimes, you know, we got to be honest. Some some kids' dreams stop here, you know, and that that's just the reality. Not everybody goes to the NBA. I know we look at it as fans like, oh, that person's going to the NBA, but it's it's really difficult, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, man. A hard road that and the NFL It'd be those would be percentages, very small percentage, you know. Even though the NFL has seven drafts, but it's a lot of guys that you know are playing in the XFL or playing in the USFL. Um, USFL that are good, man. They, you know. So anyway, speaking of the NFL and the Panthers trade, the number one pick. Huge, Craig. Huge. We were just we were just talking about that. I didn't know you were gonna trade uh for the number one pick, but y'all gave up the ninth, a second round pick, a first round pick in 2024, a second round pick in 2025, and a DJ Moore, which no, that was uh which is crazy. Um let me ask you this. Do you think this do you think this deal what do you think of this deal for the Bears? You're right. And who do you think the Panthers will draft with the number one overall pick, Craig? I know you got inside information, man. Let me let me just say that I did like the 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 uh trade at first, but the yeah. more I thought about it that night, because you know what? I didn't I I saw when they all posted it. Yeah, but, and then Corey, somebody had wrote. I think Mo had had wrote. Um, do you think the Bears are going to take a wide receiver? And then Corey had wrote back. DJ uh, Moore, yeah. They got DJ Moore and they got Chase Claypool. When I was like, "What are you talking?" No, they don't. I thought Corey had mistyped. Yeah. Mistyped 
Chase Claypool <laughs> and the and whatever. I, I don't know. So I was like, what? And then I had to look at the trade. I had to go find it and look it up. And that's when I saw that they did indeed trade DJ Moore. And I was like, okay. And then the more I thought about it like that night and then the next day, the more I got pissed off because they are trading away their – they are trading away their best player like five months ago. Yeah. McCaffrey. Now they're trading away their next – best, or pretty much their best player now, especially on offense, and DJ Moore. And then you're going to leave your new quarterback who's coming in without a wide receiver, a number one wide receiver. The receivers that are free agents aren't – I guess the best one from what I've seen is Juju Smith-Schuster. He's already off now. Yeah. Myers, yeah. He, he was off a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, you got Odell Beckham and Michael Thomas, who were both hurt. And I heard the Saints are trying to keep Michael Thomas. Yeah, they already re-signed him to a deal. Okay, so see that? No no idea where Odell Beckham's going to go, but he's always hurt. And then it was like Alan Lazard. He just got signed. Yeah. So, I mean, you got three to five right there gone. And then for four to five gone, and then you got Odell who is always hurt. So, I say that to say this. I say the Bears made a great deal because they got – a wide receiver that can help out DJ, I'm mean, going to me, uh, Justin Fields, which mm-hmm. they definitely needed. Uh, I mean, they already had the wide receivers they had Mooney and uh, Claypool. They're decent. They're probably like number twos at best. I think DJ yeah. Moore is going to be a number one. DJ Moore has had three 1,000 yard seasons in five years. He's he a number one receiver. Last year. He's and he's good. had terrible, I would say, mediocre, mediocre quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, he had three quarterbacks throwing him the ball. It was, it was it was horrible. I mean, the, the team – and the, the, I don't know how he did it or how they were able to make it work, but, I mean, they were able to make it work. I wish they were able to keep DJ Moore and try to figure out another way to, to, to get rid of somebody else on the team. I, I don't know. I guess clearly nobody was worth what he could be worth for that number one pick. And, it, I mean, for the Bears, it makes sense. Um, yeah. It just makes so, – so now Justin Fields has – a at least two weapons uh, on, on the outside. I mean, I guess you can count Mooney. And then you have um, the tight end. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, oh, did, Cole Komet. Komet they, they, he was they, good they, last year. They got a good rapport. Yeah, I mean, and they, they they just lost their running back. But, I mean, they still have Herbert, I believe, or Caleb Herbert. Or Caleb. They could draft another running back. Khalil Herbert. Yeah. yeah. So they they could draft him. This is a deep running I mean, back for drafts. I think, and they got some kids with the, with the with the free agents that they got on defense. I mean, I'm not saying this team is going to be the Jaguars from last year, but I think they're like a year away, maybe, possibly. Yeah. Um, I think they could probably make some noise, probably pull off some upsets this year. But I think they did a they did a great job with the trade for the Panthers. I, I'll say this: I, I, are, are we doing the draft live? Yes, sir. You this. know it. You know he's doing it live. I want to say because it might be a short. It might be a short one for me. It's, <laughs> I'm serious. This is if they move up and they take Justin or Justin, if they take Anthony Richardson, I'm going. I'm bailing. That's out. wild. We this is wild. They're wild if they pick him. No, no. I, I've I've seen reports that Frank Wright likes him. I've seen reports that the the, the team that's crazy likes him. I've seen a bunch of stuff that it's possible that he might go number one. Hopefully, it's all the smoke and mirror thing or whatever it is. Okay. Because if they take, if they take him, I, I can't. I'm, I can't support. Him. That now, is wild. If you, if they pick if you him. trade up to take him, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Now I'm not. I'm not going to root against him. I hope he succeeds. I hope he has great success. I hope he plays well at wherever he goes. But if you trade up for him to be number one overall pick, I, I, I can't support it. 
Now I'm I'm reading that they're obviously that they're thinking about taking Stroud. Frank Wright likes taller quarterbacks. I think the shortest quarterback he's had is has been six four. So Stroud is six three. So he would be the shortest at that point. Um, I think what I've been hearing again, Tepper likes um, Young. So I don't know. Yeah. If they have, if it's between them two, that that's that's I'm hoping between them two. I'm between them two. That they like that they like Richardson a lot, or whatever. They're they're intrigued by what he can do. I I can't I can't get behind it. So I'm I'm hoping that they'll end up taking either. I, I would love to, for them to take Bryce Young, but yeah. I can understand why because I think he's the better quarterback. But I can understand the the, the reservations of not wanting to take him, yeah. and being that Frank Wright's track record is taking or having taller quarterbacks. Um, I'm pretty sure that's probably what's what's going to happen. At least I'm hoping that's what's going to happen. I've also been seeing reports that they might trade back just to get more picks. Trade back to that, that's what I heard too. I mean, I wouldn't be if they're not. That makes no on, sense. If that's they're not on the quarterback at that point, and they're just still butting heads about it, and it's like you need to do something and you need to figure it out. I'm just saying. You I heard know, that too today. Trade, I, trade, trade back with Houston or something like that, possibly. I don't know, man. But if you're not convinced that one of these guys. It's just it's weird to me. It seems like if you trade it up to number one, you should know who you're going to pick. At yeah. That or at least have a understanding of where you want to go. But yeah. I did see reports that they were thinking, uh, saying, well, they might trade back to get more picks and recoup what they lost with the Bears trade. I don't know, man, but I would love Bryce Young, but I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud. Oh, Miles Sanders to the what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Miles, wow! Wow! Miles Panthers. Wow. Yep. yep, he's wow. there. Good That's move. a nice running back. That's, <laughs> That's a good a move. move, right there. That's hey, look, man. Move. You know what? He had a great season last year, and I thought I really wanted Deontay Foreman back. Clearly, nah, I, think he's a, I think he's a yeah. I think if they can use Miles Sanders in the right way, I think they could be successful. Yeah, which Frank Reich is I think Frank to, Reich is a good coach for Sanders to be paired with. Yeah, he's going, he's going to run that thing. I still think they need a wide receiver. I think Sanders can do a lot of the Naheem Hines role from a few years back. Yeah. He can, he can and, catch out of the backfield. Yeah, yeah I, I think Sanders could easily hit 50, 60 receptions next year. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Corey, let me ask you. What's your thoughts on the Bears trade, and who do you think the Colts uh, – not the Colts. Who do you think the Panthers get in number one? Uh, I, I think it's C.J. Stroud. Um, I, I saw the same report that Craig did that there's split Reich wanting Stroud, the owner wanting Young. Um, the owner might win. I think it's a little surprising that you move up to one without kind of having that decision made. Um, I feel like that it's that's probably just smokescreen for whatever reason. There's no reason you have the number one pick. You don't need to misdirect people anymore. No, say what you want. Um, the the whole oh the Panthers could consider trading down is about as dumb as Chicago saying they're considering trading Justin Fields and taking a quarterback. Nobody believes it. Yeah. Don't throw it out there. Like it makes that's no sense. Ridiculous. Um, the deal makes sense for Chicago um, with the asterisk that apparently they had a focus on wanting to get uh, as much uh, draft capital as possible. So that if they felt they needed to go get a quarterback next year, they had the ammo to do it. 
-hmm. But if you're that not sold on your quarterback, then use the number one pick on one. I I don't understand that logic. But it's, yeah, Justin Fields, Chicago went out, got a couple of linemen. Um, Mm -hmm. He now has people to throw to. Uh, His situation is significantly improved today already versus what it was, you know, week one last year. Um, And if the goal for Chicago was to get a hole like this, the only option was going to seven or going to nine. You were not getting this out of Houston or Indianapolis. Like the Colts weren't going to give up four, 34, a one next year and a two the year after, plus Michael Pittman to go three spots. Yeah. It wasn't happening. Yeah. So I, I Houston, Chicago got the best deal they could. They're giving up on the, the top defensive prospects. And um, yeah, I, I can't blame them. The, the Panthers – the owner has been adamant about trying to get a quarterback for a few years now. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, it makes all the sense in the world for them to go up as well. So uh, it seems like everyone's happy in, in that exchange. Although if, yeah, we'll see what Carolina does, but I, I have to imagine it's CJ Stroud. Yeah. All right. Mo, what are your thoughts on the, the bears trade? And who do you think the Panthers pick at number one? I like it. Um, I like it for the Bears. I mean, you 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 move down your assets, get number one receiver to um, add to Claypool and Mooney. Um, you know, the, now, I mean, it lost Montgomery. So, you know, they got to get a running back in there. Um, but I like it. I truly like it. Um now, with that number nine pick, it's very interesting because um, the dude from Georgia already was going to slide down, but I heard he went to his pro day today and was sucking wind. Like, didn't even get to the, uh, through the position drills. Yeah, he was out so of shape. So, that's going to be interesting. Like, he, was I heard he, was, he was out of like, shape. He was cramp- yeah, he was cramping and, and, and breathing heavily. and didn't even finish position drills. He didn't run 40 or nothing. So, that's going to be interesting to see where um, – but what could be in play – is the um, DN from uh, Texas Tech if he falls that far. Um, I don't know if he's going to fall that far because I heard he's picking up steam, especially now with Carter doing what he just did. He could, The dude could really probably be the second defensive player taken, um, and it, it wouldn't be surprising. So mm-hmm. um, let's see where it goes from there. And I can see Chicago, if Chicago didn't like what's there at nine, they could trade back. They might say, let me get a corner. Or let me get another defensive player we like, but let's trade back and get more picks if we – if we if we don't want to overspend or over draft for somebody at nine, if we don't have to, um, for Carolina, uh, I like it. Like Craig said, it it nervouses me, and I hope they wouldn't do this. But I hope they wouldn't use because they signed Andy Dalton. I hope they would use Dalton as a bridge and draft uh, Richardson. I pray that's not what they're doing. Um, because if that's their play, oh my god, like that's just I, I'm like, why, like, why, why would you do that? Like, it, it, you had to truly, this kid had to truly blow you away for you to use Andy Dalton as a bridge and you to draft Richardson. It makes no sense. Like, it wouldn't even add up to me. Nobody could really explain that to me how that would make sense, especially with the division being up for grabs right now. Like, you truly, to me, you truly say you don't want to win because. I don't care about I, – I, let me say this. 
No disrespect to Derek Carr, but Derek Carr makes him the favorite right now in the division, but that division still is up for grabs. So yeah, for you to for you to for you to sit there and draft Richardson would almost be like, you don't trust this team to win right now. And you basically saying we're gonna wait. You don't do that. Like you, if you sit there, you got a chance to draft CJ Stroud or 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 the uh or Alabama's quarterback Bryce Young, you do it. You don't sit there and draft Richardson on some uh let's see what the future holds type of move and think you're gonna win with Andy Darden. Ain't gonna happen, Captain. That ain't gonna happen. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You might, yeah, yeah. You might put some points on the board here and there, but you ain't gonna win nothing. So yeah. it is mind-boggling, but it scares me that I think that's a possibility. We have to hold that out as a possibility. Um, I think Craig will Craig probably speak to the owner's you know personality and the GM personality more than we can. But from an outside in looking, I'm like, I wouldn't be shocked if they draft Richardson and, and have Andy Dalton as a as a bridge. Cause, cause, look at it. He's a better bridge. He's a better bridge than what Donald is, or or PJ Walker. I mean, he much better, but you know. Um. So it, it's it's. I truly think it's Stroud. I think they're gonna draft CJ Stroud, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think we'll throw. I don't think we should dismiss it of them getting Richardson and using and using Dalton as a bridge. Yeah. So number one, the Bears. Um, hey, listen, Ryan Poles has done really good. He cleared up the cap. The cap was a mess. He cleared it up, right? They have cap space. They've made trades. They have depth. They're supporting Justin Fields. At this point, if the Bears don't go to the playoffs or make the next step, right? Like, say, if they finish 9-8, and I'll be like, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's the leap next year because then that will go from – well, they have two wins this year. That improves it. So at that point, you know, you've you got Justin Fields is the guy. If they only win five games, you know, I, I, that's going to be a decision. They're going to have to look at game film on Justin Fields. But I, there's no nobody can say that Chicago is not supporting Justin Fields. So let's hope that they, you know, they've they've been supporting him. He has weapons. And let's hope that – let's see what Justin Fields can do, you know. Um, I think he was going to be a good quarterback, but now it's um, no excuses because, you know, teams are betting on that window where it's like, okay, r- rookies – the quarterback's on a rookie contract. Let's see if we can go to the Super Bowl, right, and build around them. So, I get it. And I get it from the Panthers. I get it. This is what Craig wanted. He didn't want – I don't believe they're going to – sign Anthony Richardson I think that's smoke I don't understand why but I was listening to Albert Breer uh, on the Rich Eisen show he said that it's between Shroud and Young so it's between those two Um, probably from what everybody's saying Frank Wright likes CJ Stroud me and Craig talked about them last week and then you got Bryce Young I don't think you can go wrong with either or I think those are the two best quarterbacks in their class. Um, I think the other quarterbacks, like Levis, is going to need time. Richardson's going to need time, right? So, you know, this is good that the Panthers did it and jumped out there. Uh, DJ Moore was able to cap him, so they can at least have some weapons around it. But uh, we gotta, we gotta see what what they 
they're going to draft, but I know their expectations can't be too high because they don't have anything that surround a quarterback. You, you got to surround your quarterback. You got to have pieces around your quarterback today's NFL. So hopefully, you know, they'll have the cap space and they'll make free agent signings and moves to support Stroud or Young, whoever they draft. That's what I think they are. I don't think they're going to draft Richardson. Um, you know, I think Andy's there is a good backup. I think he's a good backup. So, I mean, it's good for the Panthers, man. Um, if you're going to go get a quarterback and this is, this is, listen, this is hit or miss. So, you know, this is up to Frank Wright. If he, if he gets young, you know, listen, young, young might be able to hide some of the deficiencies. The same with Stroud, but any other quarterback they get with the first pick, like if they get Richardson or Will Levis, they're not going to, they're, people are going to lose their jobs because there's no, you, you don't trade up for Anthony Richardson. You're going to just probably stay where you're at. That's what I'm saying. I think you can yeah. probably, or maybe you would have to trade up for like five or something like that. Cause I yeah. think he's going to go high now. I don't know how he's, well, I, I do know it's the combine, which is weird to me because once again, I just can't put the combine above film or Crazy. like what, what did he do so spectacular that made him jump so high? That he that you didn't see on did he do something? I, I just I just I can't I can't figure it out. So like his stock has went up Crazy. since the combine. So I mean it's it's good for him. I hope he does well. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, like, I'm rooting for all, all all the players in the NFL or yeah. all the players coming up in the draft. But, I, I yeah, think I, I think he might go to a a spot, but I'll I'll say that for later. I think he'll go to a spot that'll be perfect for him where he would learn. Uh, Hey, let me ask Corey this. Corey, the Panthers pick a quarterback. We know they're picking a quarterback. Yep. Um, I think Houston's picking a quarterback. They were in the Jimmy Garoppolo sweepstakes, so I'm assuming. Where does that leave the Colts? Where, Where would you like them to draft because we know the most likely go through your top five picks and then at number four, say, you know, you're Chris Ballard, you're in a room with Chris Ballard, say like who you want the coach to draft and why. Um, okay. So well I'll say I think the Colts have three three avenues, two of them involving Lamar Jackson. You're the second person uh, I heard bring his name up. It's he's available. He's available available to be negotiated with, and y'all would automatically is it a guarantee win a division that Baltimore matches. Lamar. Y'all would automatically win a division if y'all Lamar. Agreed. With that running game, um, oh my goodness, I would feel comfortable finally picking y'all this year to win the division, Corey. If y'all land right. in Lamar. Seeing what Shane Steichen was able to do with Jalen Hurts in that Philly offense, having Lamar and Jonathan Taylor doing that instead of Hurts and Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. that would be fun. Um, I think the Colts could work to clear enough space to structure a contract in a manner that would make it extremely difficult for Baltimore to match. Ooh. Because that would be the key. If you're signing Lamar to, to an offer sheet, it has to be so front-loaded that the Ravens could not match it. 
Um, so that would be one option. Okay. Send the fourth pick to Baltimore. You sign up to the offer sheet. Or you could gamble. You could take a Will Anderson at four and sign Lamar to an offer sheet after the draft and then pray that the Ravens don't match it because then you're really screwed when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't think they go that route because uh, that is one hell of a gamble. Yeah. Um, so I think Stroud goes one. Okay. I think that puts Bryce Young at two. Um, all, all talk seems to be that the Texans really like Bryce Young. Yeah. Again, could be smoke screens, but the talk feels a little too consistent to to be okay. wrong. Okay. Um, and the big gamble is three. Like, what is what are the Cardinals going to do? I don't know. I the 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 GM basically said the the number three pick is for sale. Yep, I, heard I that. feel like there's a good chance they trade back. Uh, I agree with that. But I'm going to say if they stay in place, they're taking Anderson. They're, they're taking the pass rusher like, okay. from Bama. That's the first defensive player, first non-quarterback off the board. Got it. I think Indianapolis would go Richardson. Ah, uh, okay. I think the skill set is well. Steichen has coached everything from Philip Rivers to Jalen Hurts, so I think he's yeah. very adaptable. Yeah. Uh, to Craig's point, I think the reason that Richardson's stock went up after the combine is that he didn't just test well; he tested unprecedented for a quarterback that has ever gone into the NFL. Damn. So it's it it. it I, I think that that still says something. Um, Damn, that, you know, that. it wasn't just like he wasn't just fast. It was the fastest, what the fastest forty, the biggest high jump. Um, it, it it wasn't just that he tested well. It was he was breaking records everywhere. Um, he's got a very strong arm, and he's got the athleticism to be able to break the big play, which is a big deal in today's NFL. He can do something off script, which is not something the Colts have had in quite some time. Uh, well, yeah. since luck, Andrew luck could do it. Yeah. Um, he's got a strong enough arm to make every throw. I think if you work on Richardson's mechanics, some you can get more consistency out of his accuracy. Uh, and you can scheme up with his athleticism to make reads easier. And having mm. Jonathan Taylor behind him, I think would do that. Having two decent receivers and Pittman and Pierce, I think, would help do that. We'll see if the Colts bring back Paris Campbell still. Yeah. Um, can touch on that a bit, but I think Richardson makes sense uh, at four for Indianapolis. And if you're Indy, I, I just I don't see Ballard trading up even to three. I don't see him giving up draft capital to go get a guy. Um now, if somebody goes up to three and takes Richardson ahead of them, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that they are that sold on Will Levis to take him at four. I was about to ask you about that. Um, so you're the Colts. Richardson is there. You're taking him. 
Over Will Levis. Why? Much higher ceiling. Um, And there's a a, a Colts writer that I follow that does a lot of game film and stuff, and he started to look at these quarterbacks uh, and just – inconsistency issues with with levis um i know he was at kentucky playing in the sec with a lot less talent his last year than he had the year before um that happens i just think the the unscript off script plays that anthony richardson can provide that will levis can't would be the reason to take him because in today's nfl having a quarterback be able to break out of the pocket and take off for 60 yards yeah is like Levis has that, the functional mobility. He can get around, but he's not going to outrun anybody. Richardson can break a game open. Yeah, we we actually last week we talked about it. I think we both had the same sentiment. Uh, I, I just don't know about Will Levis. He, he has this tendency to make a lot of mistakes. He's going to have to sit. He, and we know that, like, okay. We love Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen and Dayball. Dayball does not like mistakes. But you see what happened when Dayball's not there. Josh Allen made a lot of mistakes. But also, Josh Allen is bigger than Will Levis. And I think he's, you know, he put in his work. That's Will Levis' ceiling if he can get there. But he has a lot of consistencies with his mechanic another issues. Knock on a lot Levis of mechanic that I've seen issues is his, his processing. Like sometimes so he tends to stick on his first read too long mm-hmm. and getting onto his next reads. Yeah. Um, and that's one of those things that it, every quarterback is going to have that issue a little bit. Every quarterback is going to have to work on that at the NFL level, but Richardson while working through that can at least make play still with his legs. Yeah. And I think he has better ball placement than Levis and also Levis is uncomfortable working with short zones, which I think if you get in the red zone, that might lead to turnovers too much in the NFL. I just think – I think Levis has to go someplace where he has to sit for a couple of years, to be honest. That's just me. I don't think he – I think Richardson will learn on the fly. Um, yeah. I, I just think I, yeah. Will Levis – I'm not saying Will Levis won't be a good quarterback, but – Okay, environment matters for everybody, but I think if he goes to like if Will Levis goes to Seattle and sits with with Geno for three years, I think he can be able to correct those those issues and be a professional like Geno because they signed Geno like a three year deal. If he sit, if he goes and sits for three years, I think he'll be you know a good quarterback. But starting off the the break, I, I don't know. Yeah, and whoever the Colts take, like that's your day one starter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there's still a chance that they bring in a Marcus Mariota or someone like that um, mm-hmm. just to be the veteran backup. But the number four pick, if the Colts take a quarterback in this draft, which barring going and getting Lamar Jackson, they're going to, that guy is starting day one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's who I think, right? Goes number one through five. I think I agree with you. Corey, I, I think it goes. I think it's probably going to go C.J. Stroud, number one. Craig, not Richardson. <laughs> no, I have to worry about that. I, okay, I think Frank Wright is a quarterback. He likes – C.J. Stroud is the purest passer. 
He's the most comfortable in the pocket. He can throw, he can make every throw on the field. Of course, Bryce Young can too, but he's he has a better feel for the pocket than any other quarterback. Like CJ Stroud is like a traditional pocket passer. <laughs> like from the 80s. If you draw it up, that's what I, I'm hearing massively. I think Carolina goes get CJ Stroud, which I think that's a I think he's gonna be really good with Frank Wright. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I think that's a great pick for y'all. Or Bryce Young. I, I think those two, you're gonna have your quarterback for 10 plus years, right? Since Cam. I, I think so. Um, two, same thing. I think Houston takes either CJ Stroud or Young. And I think that's gonna be good, good for them. Uh, especially from a defensive side of head coach. Three, I, I think Arizona goes defense. I, I think they they go, they just hired the Philly defensive coordinator, rushing the passer. Listen, defense isn't big nowadays, but rushing the passer is because it's a passing league. You need somebody to rush the passer. Boom. Four, I, I kind of agree with, with Corey. Um, if the Colts, you know, I, I think they have to, to go quarterback and probably get Richardson. Um, I, I just, I don't see Will Levis being there, right? Or what they could do is they're probably not going to trade Arizona. They could draft, trade down and maybe get Hendon Hooker. That's maybe the only other thing I could see. Um, Hendon Hooker, Hendon Hooker got some good so, draft grades. It sounds so like I would a solid move. If, if you're, if you're going that route, that is an option. You could. If, if the top pass rusher in this draft is on the board at four, say somebody trades ahead of you for Richardson, uh, yep. take the rusher, take the elite defensive prospect, and mm-hmm. then start making phone calls about from 34, how far you can get up that board to go get Hendon Hooker. Yeah, I like Hendon Hooker too. I like him, man. Um, yeah, he is a 25-year-old. He is 25. I, I'm not <laughs> that worried about that. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I I like Hooker as well. Just come, his how ready he will be for camp coming off the knee would be the only hesitation. But you're not drafting him for one year; you're drafting him for ten. Yeah, yeah. I I think if he the knock on him was progression, but that's every quarterback. Like it's hard to NFL. You got to go through reads, but you know, um, struggle to throw on a move. That's hard for quarterbacks to do. Um as well but you know that that's a route i think the colts could go and then five i wouldn't be surprised if seattle gets levis and Pete carroll came out and said that and we don't draft this high so if a quarterback falls you know that they like they might draft will levis i you know um or they probably gonna get a top prospect on defense but you know um that's what i think but i i definitely think the the colts might they're in, a, they're in a different, you know, the, the Panthers do something in the mix when they did that. So, Craig, who do you who do you think are going to be your first top five picks? We like who do you who do you want? We know it's not Richardson. I mean, obviously, who I want will be probably Young, but yeah, I, I think, okay, I, think I can goes, see that. I can see even that a Stroud. I think they'll go Stroud just because of the height. Um, issue so i think that'll be because I, I i mean not not saying either one is, is bad or whatever i think they're both really good quarterbacks or could be really good quarterbacks um it just depends on what the 
owner and what the coach like. Yeah. At that point in time, when they get to that, I mean, I know when they when they made the trade, a lot of people in the I don't know who said it, but somebody in the Panthers office said we have forty eight days to figure out who we're going to take a quarterback. And now that could have been, that could have been smoke screen. That could have been, you know, just got they just got forty eight days to figure it out, or they really don't know who they're going to take. That's crazy. Either or, I, I think they'll end up taking Stroud one. I think Young goes to Texas. Need a quarterback. I I, I can't see them not yeah. taking back at that point. Like if y'all get if y'all get Bryce Young because the owner has power, if y'all get Bryce Young, then they're gonna get Stroud. It's gonna be one. I think, yeah, I think I think they're going <laughs> either either order, but I, I think it's probably uh, I know the the odds for Stroud went up for the 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 betting odds for him went up to be the number one overall pick. So that's kind of seems like the way that they're going. So um, unless something happens with with Houston, I, I think they're going to take the quarterback. So yeah, that leaves. That leaves uh the the Cardinals at three. And I I think though if, if they stay there, I think they'll take a defensive player. Will Anderson yeah. probably he's the best defensive player in the in the draft. I do think that there's possibility that they could trade out of it. I wouldn't be surprised because I know, like Corey said, and I've been hearing since like Monday or sometime last week, yeah, yeah. Monday, that they're that the that, that the third pick is is up for grabs. So yeah. Anytime you can go back and, and get more draft capital um especially when you know I wonder this, who would trade up I think that's what I'm saying I think the Vi- I mean the Vikings I think the Raiders could trade up I know they just signed Jimmy Garoppolo but I it wasn't for a lot of money a, it wasn't it was not and I think that they could groom whoever is going to be the next quarterback and you know that's another thing I think they could, they could groom him so if it was going to be Levis it was going to be uh Richardson I think they could they could groom him and get him ready for the time when Garoppolo steps. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. Is, yeah. I agree with that. Another thing is Garoppolo's prone to getting hurt. Yeah. So I, I would not, I, I just wouldn't uh, put it past Garoppolo to go out there and get hurt again. And then you eventually going to start the rookie. So at least I, I think if he does end up there, whoever's going to be, which I think it will be Richardson. then I think that he would get some experience because yeah, Garoppolo is just not going to play 17 games. Nah. Um and, and, and even if they, 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 they stay at I think they're at seven, even if they stay at seven and get a defensive player or get whoever, they're gonna well, need another well, oh yeah, Raiders are at seven. They're gonna need another quarterback. I don't know who else is on that roster. I think it's Stidham still no nah, he left. Okay, yeah, well he got signed. They're gonna need somebody else on that roster to maybe a Mariota or somebody like that. I'm I'm not sure to be a backup for Jimmy Garoppolo because it's only a matter of time. Um, but I'm just gonna sit there and say that maybe say say they don't trade him. Then I think three is 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 Anderson, four is gonna be Richardson. Um, I've been seeing a lot of uh mock drafts with Richardson going to the Colts. Yeah. And I, I think the Colts can 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 do a lot of things with him. I think he's a he's a really good running quarterback. I think he's worthy of being he's not worthy of being a one or two pick to me, but I think the third quarterback overall taken. Yeah. I'm, I agree with that. Um, and I, I think he can work wonders in that offense, especially how they use Hurts. Uh, yeah. So yeah. in Philly. So I, I think he's kind of comparable. He's been getting compared to Cam a lot, but he's faster than Cam. Maybe yeah. not. He's not as big as Cam, but and he yeah. has arm. Like he, he's, he's very talented. It's just yeah. he, he's just an, an, an inaccurate quarterback at, at, at this point in his career. So I think he needs to figure that out. 
which I think he will. When, whenever he gets to where he's going to go, it may not be this year, but it, it, you know, with with rep, reps and time playing quarterback, it'll be fine. Yeah, five is going to be weird because you're looking at Will Levis, and is, is this the point? If he's not going right now, is this the point where he drops all the way to who knows? Commanders, maybe. I don't think so, but I mean, it's, it's possible. Maybe he gets snagged at seven with the Raiders. Maybe he gets snagged at eight with the Falcons. <clears throat> Both of those teams need quarterbacks. But I don't know. The, the Falcons said no. They're riding with Desmond Ritter. Okay. Which to me is I'm nothing. Not no, no. <laughs> they're gonna basically they're gonna be. I think a, they're, they're gonna be ready a high for next year's draft. That's what they're doing. Okay, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They're gonna be up there with the. They're going for Drake May or Caleb. Yeah, you know what they're doing. All right, okay. (laughs) They're taking. Come on, guys. Desmond Ritter. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I can see, I can see Carter going five. I know Mo just had uh, the the report on him, but I mean, uh, what's the kid from Texas Tech? Tyree something. Uh, I forgot his last name. I forgot his last name. I think he could go five. I think he's starting to climb up the board. Yeah. Uh, I know Seattle needs defense. So I yeah, think Tyree they, Wilson. They I got him going Wilson. to Detroit at six. I'm looking mm. at one. Mm. I, can yeah. see him going at five. I can see him jumping up past that yeah. and going at five because I think Seattle needs both teams need defense. Seattle yep. and Detroit. Yep. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. I can see Seattle getting Carter. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Pete Carroll likes that, man. I wouldn't be surprised if four quarterbacks do go because I think if, if the Raiders or whoever joins up the three and gets a quarterback and then I think obviously the Colts take Levis and then Will, Will Anderson goes five but I'm going three quarterbacks in the top five right now until I can yeah. when, when is the draft? In, at the end of April? Or April 27th we got like a month or some change. Okay. Yeah, a month. Hey, hey, you're right. If 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 it goes to how you said it right, if you go young Stroud or Stroud Young, Will Anderson, the Colts can Anthony Richardson. I think Will Levis could take a drop. He could, awesome. he could drop. I mean, if he's wait, yeah. If the if the they say Tampa might take him. Tampa might. The Raiders don't take him. <laughs> I don't know. If the Raiders don't take him, I I, I don't know. He could he could drop. Because the commanders then we're not we're not taking a quarterback. Yeah, just, I, I we're quit. we're we're in the yeah. uh we might be in a Caleb Williams sweepstakes. No, no, nah, nah. if we if we do that, if we if we draft Will Levis, listen, if we draft nah, Will Levis right so, there, I, I might quit. I might quit as a fan. No, nah, nah, man, we ain't gonna draft Will Levis. Maybe Seattle probably. could take him too. I, I think you said Seattle could take a quarterback. Seattle could at five. I mean, that's five. a that's what that's a Pete Carroll saying, but they'll probably go defense. I, I wouldn't be surprised because he said they'll never pick that high. Uh, I he mean, he'll never pick high. That's what he said. I mean, I mean, that's a. I mean, after that, he, he there's nobody. He's he's gonna, if he's gonna drop tremendously, Tennessee, maybe. Uh, eleven, maybe. Have they, have they released, blown it up. So the Jets are about to get a quarterback. I mean, had had they released? Oh lord, but had they released? Uh, had they released Tannehill yet? Nah, I don't think they're going to. Corey, what'd you say, Corey? Willis at this point. It's, it it's it looks like right. there's a chance that Tennessee does blow it up, especially if they do pull the trigger on trading um Derrick Henry. Yeah. Then at that point you might as well cut Tannehill and just oh, yeah. and Derrick Derrick Will, 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 draft for eleven because he could take a drop though, because 
if he doesn't go to Seattle, I mean, Tampa could get him. I don't think the Raiders are going to draft him. I mean, the Raiders might. They might. I, I think the Raiders would take Levis if he's there at seven. Yeah, they might. Because because reportedly, the Raiders called about going up to one. Yeah, I can see Mark Davis making a splash. I can see that. But yeah, I could. Yeah, I think. Well, well, I could. Yeah. Raiders draft weird anyway. With that pick from Alabama, that offensive lineman a couple years ago. Well, that Gruden is not there anymore. I don't know what's going to happen. And then they they let him go last year. Yep, they let him go. They let. Uh, Waller, they just traded him. Yeah, you know, um, I guess I get it. They did get a, a wide receiver. Uh, um, what's the dude's name? Jacoby Myers, right? They got Jacoby Myers. And they got Hunter Renfo, and they got yeah, they got still got a nice offense. The defense has been horrible, so I mean, right. they got Jacobs. Jacobs had a great year last year. Mm-hmm. All right, let me. Uh, I'm gonna start off with you, Mo. Free agency, man. What are your like, what are the, the teams that you think did really well and the teams that did really bad? And what's, like, what surprised you? I mean, I don't want to say really bad. Let me, let me say some teams that I improved. Um, I, well, let's say really bad. I say Philly's lost to some losses. Um, we, we know how that is, though. Once you, once you reach that mountaintop or once you get close to it, a lot of people say, let me go chase my bag. We've seen this numerous times. Um... But I would say Bears, I would say some winners, the Bears, um, the Giants, um, again, in Wilder, that was big to me. Um, I will say Atlanta, they've improved. Um, they brought some pieces in. I really like what they're doing. Um, and, and I know it sounds crazy, but San Francisco, um, and I'm going to give two reasons why. They brought in Hargrove to a defense that's already crazy. Then you bring in a, a Farrell from the Raiders yep. who's a hungry young dude who didn't even make it past rookie contract, who's going to be hungry. No expectations on you. Just go play ball. Just go play ball. Forget about being a number four pick. Just go play ball. You know, around a stout defense, he's not going to be – nobody's going to think about him. So when he get on the field, he's going to get nothing but one-on-ones. Ain't nobody going to think about him. So now it's like, go play ball. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what you can do. So I think San Fran has done a, a, a good job. I mean, they did. They, um, You know, Donald, that's a judge's a camp arm to, you know, hold you serve until everybody gets back. I mean, you had to do what you had to do. You knew Garoppolo's out the door. We knew that was going to happen. Um, but I like the Bears. At most right now, I like the Bears. And I like what Atlanta has done. Mm. All right. Um, so actually, I'm not gonna lie. This free agency was really good. I I, I swear the past couple of years, the trades have gone up, or maybe it hasn't, but I believe in the past couple of years, and we're gonna see some draft trades that's gonna blow our minds. I think that, you know, because listen. Craig, I'm, I'm going to be honest. The combine isn't for college players. It's for teams to tamper with each other. It's the real reason they're going to stop the combine. That's where all the deals are made. That's where all the coaches and the GMs go and they talk. They talk about players. They talk about trades. That's that's what happens. That's what happens with the combine. 
They're never going to get rid of it because it's kind of a, it's it's basically when the tampering period starts. You know, like the Packers are talking to the Jets. That's been done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Since the combine. Um, that's that's why I hear NFL circles, right? So I think that teams, the, the, the crazy thing is every year we go through this teams that need a quarterback, you know, uh, the Colts know they're going to get a quarterback. They're probably going to get a quarterback. The Panthers need a quarterback. They're probably going to get a quarterback. But some of these teams that need a quarterback aren't trading for Lamar, what we heard yet. And we just mentioned it. I think like Atlanta, what are you guys doing? You're, you're tanking. Like, listen, you're going, you're going in the season with Desmond Ritter. I like Desmond Ritter too. I just don't think there's enough around him to succeed. I, I don't. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe Atlanta will make the playoff. Maybe. But we'll 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 see. We'll see on that. You know, it's not like, you know, listen, we're wrong about Seattle, but you know, they got Pete Carroll, Arthur Smith. We'll see, you know. Uh, Baker Mayfield to Tampa was a little surprising, I think, because I, I don't know. I don't know what Tampa's doing. I don't know if they're in a, a quarterback race. Um, I don't know if Baker Mayfield is the starter. Is he a bridge quarterback? I, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. You know. Um, I don't know. So the Raiders signed Jimmy Garoppolo. I kind of felt that was coming, right? It's Jimmy G. He's familiar with the system. They could still draft a quarterback. And the deal, the deal that he signed is, is team friendly. I think it's like 25 a year. That's what he wanted. I mean, you know, at, at this point in his career, he, he knows he's like, I'm just here. I'm going to play football as long as I can because I love it, but I'm, I'm going to get paid. Right? I do like how the Broncos beefed up their O-line, man. They 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 have the one of the I think one of the richest owners uh in the NFL and they spent it in free agency. And uh I like it. It's like Sean Payton got in there, Russ, you don't got your own office, and we're beefing up the offensive line around you. And I and I and I like that. And we're gonna sign some defensive players. I, I like that, man. Um, as we all know, NFL is one of the trenches, and having a good offensive line is a really good first step. Um, and two things. <laughs> um, one, the Eagles. We knew this is gonna happen. The Eagles cutting all their players. This happens. We go to the Super Bowl, whether you win it or lose it. It's a big accomplishment. Cutting Darius Slay was a little surprising to me and signing Bradbury, I guess maybe Slay didn't want to restructure his deal. I think I think Darius Slay is a little bit better than Bradbury. Bradbury, I might be wrong, but I think I'm going to try to restructure Slay and let Bradbury walk, but I guess they did the opposite. But, you know, Howie Roseman knows what he's doing. And Philly is losing players, but they got a lot of draft capital. They got two first round picks. So they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna recoup some of that. Uh, you know, I, I think they'll be back. They already got their core back. They got Graham, Kelsey, and 
uh, Fletcher Cox. So, you know, I don't think they're going to too much of a drop off, not in the weak NFC. Now we have Jalen Hurts there. Um, they'll be right back in the mix. Um, so, and I'm going to let Craig take it after this. But, you know, it's, it's very interesting to me that the Dolphins and the 49ers are setting themselves up. And I keep hearing this over and over again. Like, I think Tom Brady's retired and done. I do. I don't think he's coming back. But they're saying that the Dolphins and, and 49ers are reaching out because they're, they're, their rosters are – after the Jalen Ramsey trade, I was like, man, their roster – Miami is looking to make a run. They're a quarterback away. San Francisco, I know they signed Donald. They're a quarterback away. I heard they really like Brock Purdy. Um, Shanahan really likes him, so they're waiting for him to get healthy. That's – that's the word I have that um, they might trade Trey Lance, which, you know, it sucks because I really like him, but he just can't stay healthy or play football, you know, but they really like Purdy. So, you know, but, but it's just funny that they, they might be, you know, setting up a run. All right, Craig, free agency, man. Would you, your thoughts? Because we're going to go to our teams next, so don't answer about how your team did. But um, just what, like, what team surprised you? What teams you think could have did better? Uh, well, I think the Eagles surprised me with, like you said, um, Darius Slay getting getting released. I, 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 I like Bradbury. I think he's a really good corner. I, I do think Slay is a better corner, so that kind of surprised me the fact that he got released today. Um, like you said, it, it could have been they couldn't work out, couldn't work out a deal. I know they they asked him to look for a trade prior to him getting released. Yeah, I guess they couldn't find something comparable um, between him and his uh, what's name Drew Rosenhaus. They couldn't find anything, so I don't know. Um, I thought that was kind of surprising. Uh, I, like, and I, I I knew they were going to release some players because looking at who was free agent coming up this year after last or after this this season, it was a lot yeah. of. Names on that list that a lot really a lot of really good players that were free agents so it was only a matter of time <clears throat> um i thought the bears did a really good job uh trading for the number one pick and getting a wide receiver in, in dj Moore, number one wide receiver in dj Moore. they they lost uh they lost um uh david montgomery but still they, they they got some good pieces especially on defense which is what they needed yeah. coming in this season last, last year they they let pretty much their best two defensive players go so mm-hmm. um then you got they got uh i like Edmonds and i i definitely like tj edwards i thought i mean tj edwards is a beast <clears throat> so i thought that and they they, they kind of got him on the on on the cheap they um, did they, so i mean Edmonds might fit his um matt uh Ibufu system more than for the, yeah and for the money that they had to only give up I think looking at it now, three years, 19 and a half million for TJ Edwards. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of crazy. Um, the Falcons, I thought the Falcons did some pretty good things, even though they haven't settled in on a quarterback yet. Um, <clears throat> it, it seems like I, they're kind of confusing me because they're out here making moves, which I mean, you have to make moves, but mm-hmm. um, and it seems like they kind of want to tank because they're not trying to go after a quarterback or they said they're not going after a quarterback. So I, I don't, I don't know what their, what their deal is. I'm kind of confused on them, but um, 
you know, it's it, I don't know, man. I'm trying I don't to know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm trying to wait and see what the, what the Falcons, man. Um, in terms of making a move just to, so they can get a player, I I the the Jets just because they. I guess they're trying to get Aaron. I mean, obviously they're trying to get Aaron Rodgers. So in order to get Aaron Rodgers, that stupid list that he put out, he has to appease him. I thought it was sorry. You have to appease him. So I mean, to appease him, you do (laughs) sign uh, Alan Lazard. I I don't know why. And he's he's got a. I know we'll get to it later, so I'm not even gonna really go into it. But in in terms of the Jets trying to get Aaron Rodgers and what they needed to do to get him, I mean, if that's what you want to do, then go for it. I guess. Um, I thought the Commanders did um, signing Jaco- uh, Jacoby Brissett, especially since your starting uh, starting quarterback, I guess, is Ron Rivera wants to call him or whatever he wants to call him, day one guy or yeah, yeah. guys for competition. I don't know. But I thought Jacoby Brissett, is, he's a really good quarterback or yeah. a really good backup quarterback, and I think he could possibly start a couple games. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it seems like they weren't trying he's, to – He starts a couple games, Craig. We're in the running. Okay, Williams. Okay, Cody Brissett. Yes, if he starts the season off, I don't know. I think Jacoby Brissett's good. I think he's. Decent. I love him, but is it going to translate to wins? I think he's better than. I think he's, he could probably be better than. Um, uh, um, uh, damn, um, damn, what's his name? Um, Sam, Sam Howe, just because I think he has veteran experience, and I think, excuse me, I think the, the, the Commanders have talent around him. I just don't. I just don't understand. You're going into the season. And you're automatically putting Sam Howe as your starting quarterback or number one quarterback or whatever it is. But then you go out and get in, you bring in Jacoby. To me, it seems like you want to have a quarterback competition. Now, if you go out and you go out and you get Case Keenum, then I'm like, okay, I think it's it's all up for Sam Howe. But if you go out and get Jacoby Brissett, I think it seems like it's going to be a quarterback competition that I wouldn't be surprised if Brissett won. I mean, I I mean, you would like that. You would like that. Yeah, Lord. I'd be I like gloomy. That. I will be gloomy on here. <laughs> looking forward to what's going to happen in next season. Uh, um, I thought I hate to say it, but I thought that I liked what the Cowboys did, especially releasing Zeke. He's I think he's just done. I think he's he, he needs to go somewhere where he's not going to be the starter. Keeping yeah. Pollard, uh, franchise tag and Pollard, I thought was was really good. Trading for another cornerback opposite of Diggs because uh, what's his name Donovan I think he was getting cooked. Whoever the other cornerback was, was getting cooked last year, and that's pretty much all you had to do. They this. got Gilmore. So now you got Gilmore on the other side. Granted, he's he's getting older, but no, nah, he's, he's still quality. Still, still a quality. Yeah, I was about to say he's still a quality cornerback. <laughs> um, somebody that, that you got to respect on the other side. Um, I think that didn't the Dolphins get a corner? Yeah, they got Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey? Ramsey, that's another one. Damn bugger. He's yeah, I that was really good. It seems like they're they're going all in. And as long as Tua is healthy, that's a question mark because his concussions seem like our yeah. concussion history, I guess, since he's had like two two of them last year or three of them, two or three of them. So now you have to figure figure that in. But I mean the offense looks good. They're they got two corners who are really good. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the, the, the team is going in the right direction. It seems like they they it's, it's a tough a- AFC, but it seems like the team wants to win, obviously, now. And I think they, they're they saying yeah. that this is it. We're going all in. Now, yeah. when Aaron Rodgers comes over, 
the AFC East just the, the difficulty just went up. So I mean, you got to <laughs> figure, and you the Patriots, even though they're not, they're still the tough. Old, they're still going to be a tough out half the time. So I mean, you know, I I love what the Dolphins did there, and I, you know what? No, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna do it because I don't. <laughs> What? I would say the Giants, but I really don't. I I I don't. I like. Oh, yeah. okay. I like him coming over, and I like Waller. He's a he's a solid tight end. Yeah. And they need they need weapons, but I, I it really as much as that kind of brought it up. It, what brings yeah. it down is definitely the Daniel Jones. Yep. So it, it just drops it for me, and I'm just not a fan of that Daniel Jones. I said it last week. I, I, <laughs> God, I don't like him. Uh, so I don't that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. All right, uh, Corey, what? So uh, we'll talk about your team next. But what what do you what 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 was the like the most surprising? What's the best? What's the worst moves that teams did in free agency and trades? Um, I as I, I had three teams that I, I put in the best category. Yeah, um, as you touched on, James Denver. Um, I think the Broncos did a really good job retooling that offensive line. Um, you know, the, the Sean Payton has a certain build in mind for the line. So it's, it's really good to like some big, get that like retooled. Big yeah. Line, man, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's great to Dallas. Um, I thought in just a couple of simple moves of um, getting rid of Zeke, keeping Pollard, meaning he's going to get all of the touches like he should have been in the first place. Um, and the, the Stefan Gilmore trade, I think, is really good because, yeah, yes, he's 32 years old, but he had a phenomenal year in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. You know, single-handedly closed out uh, multiple games for them. So yeah. I, I really like that addition. Um and then I would say uh, the other one are the Giants. Uh, you know, making the, the splash trade. We'll see if the Darren Waller move works out. It, it is yeah. a big splash. It's a gamble, but you know I think it's a good move to go all in on something like that. Um, and Damn, yeah. you know I haven't seen a lot of talk about it, but the Bobby O'Carrake signing was, was I think that a really a underrated defensive signing. Yeah. He kind of got overshadowed in. Uh, Indianapolis a little bit. You liked him. You uh, talked about him a lot. Yeah. I, I think he was very solid. Um, but it, it's just one of those things that he just – the money wasn't going to work in Indy. Uh, you had Leonard under a big deal. You re-signed Franklin last year. They did end up re-signing EJ Speed. So it was just you kind of the, the options there were, were kind of limited. But, um, yeah, I, I think he's going to thrive in New York. So I, 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 those three teams stood out to me as making some really good moves. Um, a couple of surprises. Um, I think the the Chiefs just bailing on Orlando Brown and signing Jawan Taylor as a potential perspective. That's a good signing. One. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's um, actually a good point. And then. Um, I think the disparity between the two contracts that David Long got out of Miami 
and Trey Edmonds got out of Chicago was really surprising because Ooh. those I feel like are two linebackers that aren't like a, there isn't a huge difference between the pay that they got was very different. Uh, so that yeah. kind of jumped out to me as well. But as for losers of free agency, I got to say, this has been a weird free agency and that there really hasn't been any of like the Christian Kirk type signings. One of those that like jumps oh, off the page yeah. and it's just like, what on, what on earth are they doing? Like any of the deals that I've seen have been like, like yeah, okay. That makes sense. I can see that. Um yeah. You know, I just nothing that jumps off the page as just confusing or baffling, whether it be the fit with the player or the money given. Yeah. So um, I, I can't really point to anybody as necessarily being a loser. Um, yeah, Philly's lost some guys, but again, coming off of a Super Bowl appearance, that's going to happen. That's just kind of, you know, the, the this, it happens, downside man. of success. Yep. <laughs> that happens. You go to the Super Bowl, whether you win or lose. You're gonna lose free agents. You're gonna yep. trade guys. This just happens. Yeah the the Darius Slay thing. I wonder because so it seemed like the the report came out that Philly was considering bringing uh, Matt Patricia onto their coaching staff. Oh, and it, it seemed like that's when Slay was like, "Hey, I want out," because Slay did not get along. He does with not like no. He doesn't. No, he did not. He so did I'm not. wondering if interactions around that soured the just yeah things that so in that relationship and slay wanted out so they were going to bring uh matt patricia as a, a d coordinator or, or, or a consultant no, i think it was like linebacker coach oh wow yeah darius slay does but, not get along with him at all he's no, made it known too and so i'm guessing it was a hard that there's coach. probably a good chance that when slay went to the organization it was like hey i'm not playing with that guy uh so yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Something went down that caused that uh, that split. That makes sense. I didn't know that. That would make sense because he's made it known multiple times on multiple platforms. <laughs> he does not like Matt Patricia. Yeah, he does Patricia not. Was a terrible head coach. He was a terrible head coach. Yeah, um, I like you said. Some people. Come from New England, and it's like this the Belichick way, and it's like Bill Belichick can say that because not only did he have Super he's Bowls, it. he's earned it. He coached Lawrence Taylor, okay? So <laughs> you know, he says Lawrence Taylor is one of the smartest football people he knows. He coached Lawrence Taylor like during Lawrence Taylor is staying up at the club and sleeping in meetings, and Belichick's like, why don't you teach it? And, and Lawrence Taylor gets up and draws the whole game plan for the defense and is like, I'm going back to sleep. And he just looked at him and was like, Bill Parcells, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> it's Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, a checkmate move. Yeah, so like he can – he listen, Belichick can – you know, he can, he can – he has enough pull to – Coach the way he wants because he's, you know, arguably one of the greatest coaches ever or the greatest coach ever. So, you know, he can be no nonsense and talk crazy to you because that's, he has a lot of silver, you know, a lot of hardware for that. You know what I'm saying? He could be like, listen, I coached Lawrence Taylor, Carl Banks, I coached the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Like he could just go down 
and and you know so anyway Corey I'm gonna stick with you on this one what give me your team's grade of free agency and why all right so a little recap the Colts have re-signed Taekwon Lewis EJ okay. Speed Ashton Doolin um okay. they have added uh Matt Gay, Samson Abukum, yeah, and Tavon Bryan. Okay. And then they have lost uh Stefan Gilmore, Matt Ryan, Brandon Faison, Bobby O'Karake. Okay. Overall, I a solid B plus. Um yeah. maybe even honestly verging on an A, like <clears throat> They were they were more aggressive than normal. I I do personally I think it's really funny because Colts Twitter um, has been a place where there's a lot of just do something people because Chris Ballard's <laughs> approach to free agency is I'm not going to spend bad money. No, he doesn't. And so they have waited until wave two and wave three to spend their money. Yeah. So then Chris Ballard goes into wave one and his first signing is a kicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it. it it's a good signing. Gay has yeah. one of the strongest legs in the NFL. He yeah. is uh, oh, like 94% accuracy yeah, uh, last yeah. year, something crazy like that. Uh, one of the better kickers. He was actually on the Colts practice squad back in 2020 uh, and got yeah. poached. Um, so but ever since Adam Vinatieri's last year, when his accuracy fell off a cliff, um, kicking has been a problem for the Colts. It has cost them multiple games each season. So yeah. I am perfectly fine with the team spending one or $2 million extra on a good kicker so that they don't have to worry about that again. Yeah. Um, and Samson Ebukam, he is essentially pass rush. He's, uh, he's going to take uh, Yannick Ngakwe's starting spot. Oh, wow. Okay. So he had – it was something like 60 fewer snaps than Ngankwe and had six more pressures. Oh, okay. So he's an effective pass rusher, but he's a lot better against the run than uh, Ngankwe was. Okay. And he's only like 26, 27. So it's, and then you he, got young. Petty on the other side, right? Yeah, Quiddy Pay will Quiddy be on the Pay. other side. Yeah. Uh, they added Taven Bryan for some defensive uh, supports. He's from uh, is that the same um Tavon that's from Jacksonville? Yep, yeah, former yep. first round pick by the Jaguars. Yep. yep. Um I'm I'm glad to see him bring back Taekwon Lewis. Um it, he's just had a, just atrocious luck when it comes to knee injuries. Damn. Um and I think EJ Speed is an is fantastic. He's your special teams captain and I think he's a serviceable linebacker. I think he's a solid linebacker that yeah. if something happens and Darius Leonard isn't ready to go day one for the season, yeah, I'm okay with trotting Franklin and uh, Speed out there as my two linebackers in the middle of that defense. Um, the only thing I will say is um, I, I there's a few more things I want to see. Um, I would like to see them bring back uh, Paris Campbell. Okay. Uh, I, I think he's earned a new a second contract. Uh, I think paying him, you know, in the ten million dollar range for the next three years is a solid contract, especially when you are going to be drafting a quarterback. Um, Damn, yeah, that was two, two big outside receivers and Paris Campbell. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you you moved 
I think the Gilmore trade was more for him. Um, just, you know, at 32 said he was really good for them last year, but it's he was a you clear contender. 10 million in cap space and you send him to a contender because he's only got a couple of seasons left in the NFL. So kudos to the, the front office for being willing to do that. Uh, cutting Matt Ryan saved you, was it 12 million or yeah, 17 million? I think it's 17. Um, something like that. I knew that was going but to happen. Those two moves cleared about 24 million. I still would like to see them either cut or trade Ryan Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has not lived up that contract uh, as the highest paid center in the NFL at the time for two years now. Oh, wow. And I, I think you can start Danny Pinter in the middle and get just as much production. Um, do you think, do you think you should, you also release him, Ryan Kelly? If, uh, if they can't trade him, absolutely. Yeah. Release him. Um, uh, okay. and at his salary and at 30, I don't know who trades for him, but if you can even get like a sixth round pick for him, do, do it. it. Yeah. Um, and then I just want, I would like to see them get a, a backup tackle, a swing tackle to have just in case. Yeah. And then the rest of your issues, you can go heavy cornerback and get another receiver in the draft. Yeah, because that that's yeah. This is, I think this is a good cornerback draft, a good running back draft, a good tight end draft too. I think they're set at tight end. There's a chance that Mo Ali Cox gets traded or cut. Um, I, I think they're pretty set at tight end between uh, uh, Woods, Granson, and uh, Ogletree. Yeah, who who was arguably the best tight end in camp until he tore his ACL. Oh, for real? Yeah, he was looked really good for them. So I think having that trio back uh, this year, they'll be fine at tight end. They're loaded at safety. I think they're set at linebacker. They just need some corners. And, um, you know, they, you always need wide receivers. Yeah, always. All right, uh, Mo, you're a Commanders fan. I need you to give the commanders a grade and why. Uh, I'm gonna say B minus. Um, and I think we in the past we've been the type that will jump to making big splash moves. Yeah, and I think slow and steady is one the race. Um, with this one, we brought in Lyman, um, one from the Giants, um, yeah. one from Kansas City. I like both of them. Yeah. Uh, one of them, you know, one of them is can play center and guard. The other one's played tackle, has played at a high level and started before. Yeah. Then, you know, then you bring in a Jacoby Bissett, who's been a solid player, solid starter, um, a solid backup for years. He's not gonna play a full season, but he's somebody if Sam Howe wasn't gonna work this year, we could bring him in to relieve him. We can bring him in. He can win some games. He can keep the this, this ship rolling. Um, you know, did well and, you know, held the ship best he could. He held the ship in Cleveland for what he could do until Deshaun Watson got there, you know. And, and he's he's a character guy. He's a locker room guy. He's not going to cause no ruckus in your locker room. He's not yeah. going to cause no beef. Um, a locker room guy. I think we need that. Um, I didn't like losing Hokum. Um, a four-year starter probably – and yeah, I think I, like I said this to a buddy of mine. I said in the last five years, 
in the last five to six years, he's been the most steady linebacker we've had, and it's not even close. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you just let him go and just feel like you were placing him, I know we brought in a linebacker from uh, from Seattle, uh, Barton. Yes, we did. Uh, uh, you know, so let's see where that goes. Um, Davis got to step up. I, I think out of this administration, I think that's the most disappointing part to me because you got a defensive coordinator and you got a, a, a you got a defensive-minded head coach and a defensive coordinator who played linebacker position. This dude is not approved at all. Like, we yeah. can't point to the improvements of this guy. And you draft him first round, and what, he about to go in year three. So it's like, where, where did we got to see the improvements and the investment? Um, yeah. Moving forward, um, I, I want to see what we're going to do with um, Gibson. Moving forward, I want to see uh, what we're going to do with. Uh, I don't think we brought back Logan Thomas. I think he's a free agent. I don't, I don't know think we Logan brought Thomas I don't, think we brought, I don't think we brought him back. I don't think they are. Um, I think they like Rodgers from last year. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm really looking at. You know what's our commitment tight end wise? Um, I'm looking at what what's moving forward, moving forward. What's to move tight end wise? What's to move move forward? Um, you know, corner wise, I think we got to wait to see the production on the field because, I mean, we we brought in a um a dude off waivers from the uh from the Vikings. He was a um he was a I think a 2020 draft pick or 2022 draft pick. Um, yeah. I forgot his name. Cameron Cameron Dantzler. Yeah, so let's let's see where that goes. Um, I heard we put a tender out there for Reeves. I heard we did put a tender out there for Reeves. So let's see how that goes. Um, you know, other than that, you know, I'm still uh, offensively. I'm not really. I'm just want. I just want to see what goes on with Gibson. Defensively wise, um, everything everything with us defensively now is a draft and wait and see type of thing. You know, let's see now what goes on with um. Let's see what goes on with Chase Young and, and Sweat. That's going we, we ain't gonna be able to keep both of them. So it's gonna be a, a decision to make. Because mm-hmm. you gave your money to Payne, gave your money to uh Allen. Let's see where you're gonna go from here. You know, I don't think we're gonna be able to pay all four of them at that kind of level. Somebody got to go. You know, you got to pick one or the other. It, it just depends. Be hard first thing. If, if Matt Howell I mean, goes to the, the playoffs, if Matt yeah. Howell goes to the playoffs, you can. Yeah, so it, it, it's gonna be, <laughs> let's see. You can. Um, that's that rookie. Um, that's that rookie just, contract. Yeah. Tra- transferring over to the draft, I think. I think we're gonna go corner. That's just my my honest opinion now. Um, I, I so. feel like it's gonna be at least. I feel like it's gonna be at least two of them there, for at least two of them there for the picking. Or I hope it is. Joey Porter. Hoping, Joey uh, Porter. Yeah, Joey Porter Jr. And I think. Uh, I don't know if. The dude from uh, Illinois and the dude from uh, Gonzalez from Oregon. I don't think both of them go. I think one's going to slide. I think so. We're yeah, going to have yeah. a choice of either one. Yeah. I mean, but I wouldn't be surprised if one could be left. But I don't see all three being off the board. So I see us having. Yeah. To, I see us being able to pick one of them. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I, I see agree. us having um, a pick of one of them. Um. Oh, I think my my camera or something's going wrong. Backtrack right quick. Off 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 pace. But the top five. Uh. The top five. I'm. I see. I see. Uh, CJ Stroud going one to mm-hmm. to Carolina. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, if I'm Houston, I, I run up with the card to get Bryce Young number two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see Arizona number three. Will Anderson. Yeah. I see now. I would see now. I would see Coates at four going with uh Richardson. Okay. Um, 
And then I would see five Seattle. I would see them getting a the kid out of Texas Tech. I think um all the defense set or yeah, either him or Carter. I can see yeah. I can see uh Pete Curl saying, I can deal with the knuckleheads. I can I can, he can. I can get to them, I can reach with him. He's done it before. He, Massive he's done times. it too many times. Even with DK Metcalf, he's done it. He's gotten the knuckleheads. Players and, love you know, him kind of kind of help him. So I can players, see him, players you know, love him, man. They yeah, love him, so. man. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with agree with that. But listen, Pete Carroll loves projects, and people love players. Love Pete Carroll. They love him, yeah. You know. All right, Craig. Let me ask you this, because we, you know, back to back commanders is a lot. What, um, Carolina Panthers, man? What's your grade in free agency, and why? Uh, so, so far, as far as the moves that they've made, they've, they've, uh, they just signed, um, Miles Sanders. So yeah, they needed cool. a running back. So that was, that was good because, uh, uh Deontay Foreman is, is, is a free agent. So Miles Sanders with Chuba Hubbard in the backfield, I think that's pretty good. They signed Andy Dalton, who, I mean, at this point clearly is a, is a backup and his job is probably just a mentor who's going to come in to be the number one overall pick, whoever that's going to be. He's going to be there. just, just, just a mentor. I, I'm sure um, he might even, he might start a couple games, especially if, if you know, the guy gets this, the, the young guy gets hurt, whoever that's going to be or, or whatever it is. Yeah. So in the event that that does happen, then you have a veteran quarterback in Andy Dalton, who's been there before, who's, who's, uh, who's been through all the ups and downs and been to the playoffs and things like that. So yeah, let, let a team like four straight years to the playoffs or something like that. So yeah, he so. has that pedigree. You know, um, he, he's he's not a flashy backup, so he's just there to, just to do that 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 job. And he he started last year, started started a lot of games last year for the Saints. So yeah. it's not like he's been sitting on the shelf for a little while. He's he's coming off of that season, so I'm <clears throat> hoping that he can he can provide some type of uh, uh, knowledge to that quarterback that's going to come in. Bradley Bozeman, they needed to resign him because the offensive line is without him. I I, I don't know where it, it, it would be right now. They'd be looking for a center after they just uh, let Pat Eflin go. So they needed to reassure. And that was one of their first things that that Frank Wright and, and the organization wanted to do was, was sign Bradley Bozeman. So that's yeah. what they did. And then they, they got him for three years. So they assured he was going to be there. The rest of the linemen are, are pretty decent. They're, you know, they're still young. The the, the left tackle, who I can't never say his name from NC State last year. He had a eh, year last year. There's a little growing pain. So hopefully he'll be better this year at left tackle. Yeah. Excuse me. And um, now that Bozeman is going to be back, I think that's pretty good. The shy Tuttle signing, I just don't get it, especially not for that type of money that he got. Three years, $19 million. Yeah, uh, thirteen. I think thirteen million dollars guaranteed for a a, a a little a rotational guy who's been with the, the Saints for the last I don't know how many years. He's a rotational piece. I don't yeah. think a rotational piece should be getting paid that much money. Yeah, he's rotational. I know they needed defensive lineman help, especially with Matt Nyanitis not being. Who knows? He's a free agent, so that's one signing that hopefully they'll be able to figure out. I mean, Matt Nyanitis, he wasn't amazing for the Panthers, but I mean, depth-wise, 
you can't beat having enough players on the on the defensive line. Yeah. So I I just didn't understand that signing, especially for the amount of money. Now, if you want to sign him for 10 million or something like that, okay, cool. But that seemed like it was too much for me. Yeah. Hayden Hurst, I thought they needed a really good tight end or just a good tight end. They haven't had a good tight end, I don't think, since since uh um God, I'm, I'm what's your name? Uh, uh, um, guy doing Fox, yeah, Greg Olson, yeah, yeah, Greg Olson. He yeah, was I'm good, he was good for you. I liked him, man. He was really yeah. good, um, for, for the Panthers, anyway. And I just, I mean, they haven't had a tight end since him. Uh, they've been they drafted a couple, they they re signed uh, Ian Thomas last year, and uh, Tommy Trimble out of Notre Dame. They drafted mm-hmm. him a few years ago, and none of it's pretty much been the guy. So, I'm hoping that Hayden Hurst can. He had a decent year last year for for playing with really like three really good wide receivers and where you pretty much never going to get the ball. Mm-hmm. He had a, a, a decent year, like a, no, I'm saying more than decent. He had he had a good year. So now it seems like it's unfortunate because he doesn't have anybody as far as wide receivers. But I mean, Hayden Hurst can be a pass. He is a pass catching tight end. So that's what I'm, I'm hoping that he he can turn out to be. Uh, this was Cincinnati last year, right? Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, he played so, good. He, he a good weapon for that team. Um, the Von Bell signing, I thought that was good, <clears throat> being um, that they needed a strong safety. They 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 put out a um, uh, an offer to Sam Franklin. He hasn't responded yet, so hopefully he'll resign. But if not, you got Bell on one side. You have um, uh, Chin back there as well. Now I don't know if they're going to move Chin to linebacker. He can play linebacker, so that'll definitely put a linebacker in a in a better in a. Do, in a better do you think spot. they will? Uh it depends on who they who else they get. If Sam Franklin resigns, then I could I could see it. It just depends on what they're going to do with that other safety spot. If not, then I think I guess it's just going to be Bell and, and Chen back there. But which I mean, I'm not opposed to that, but. I think the linebacker core is a little lacking, especially if Corey Littleton doesn't resign. He's a free agent as well. So, yeah. I mean, who knows what's going to happen there? So, uh, that's what, six six guys that they signed so far? Uh, or, excuse me, five that they signed, one that they resigned. They also signed their long snapper back in February. So, um, including the trade that they made, they lost DJ Moore in the process. I probably would go with B. Uh, I, I do like the Andy Dalton thing to, to, to be that consultant guy. I do like the Miles Sanders. Uh, he had a he had his best year last year. Hopefully he can have another another great year. He's only 25, about to be 26, I, I believe. So he's still rel- relatively young. Still don't know what the deal was yet because it's not showing up. Um, okay, okay. Specifics of the deal. I like the Bradley Bozeman re-signing. Yeah. I like Hayden Hurst coming in, and I like Von Bell. So, so far the only the only one only player that they lost that's that signed with the team so far has been Donald, who signed with the Niners. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Other than that, there's still some guys out there, and I I think eventually Pat Eflin, who they 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 let go, is going to sign somewhere possibly. But um, I think they did a so far a. They did an okay job, but they still need to get a wide receiver. Like if I'm, oh yeah, definitely need a wide receiver in the in the draft, the upcoming draft. Edge rusher is another one, mm. uh, and possibly more cornerback depth because 
Dante Jackson got hurt last year. <clears throat> JC Horn got hurt last year late. CJ Anderson got cooked by Mike Evans three times in that in that Panthers Bucks game, a game which pretty much said, okay, this is the forty four division, and he got cooked every time. Yeah, they need to figure that out. Get some more cornerback depth. <clears throat> I know there, uh, Slay's out there. Somebody was saying maybe Slay can. I think he's just worth too much. And um, obviously, the obvious need is definitely quarterback. So yeah, address early. Address. Obviously, to me, the, the big position that they need to figure out, especially with the best free agents that's gotten signed so far, yeah, wide receiver. Yeah. And uh, other than trading for D-Hop, yeah. maybe trying to trade for somebody that's out there, yeah, I just don't know where they're going to get one from at this point. Yeah. So, so I was looking at Jeremy Chen. So – um, y'all are going to a 3-4 defense because y'all are hired to, which they is going to make Ryan Burns, yeah, excel. So Chin might move to one of those. You know, in a 3-4, you need a, a Fred Warner type in the middle. You, you can, because he, you, because he can, he can, he, he has the ability to cover running backs and, and tight ends. So he, Jeremy Chin might move to that, maybe. I don't know. It, it depends on what they're going to do with Corey Littleton, if he resigns or, because right now, they don't really have a, a, a middle linebacker at this point. So mm. and it depends on what, what they're going to do with uh, – I know they have Xavier Woods. So that's yeah. another possibility they could put Xavier Woods. Um, well, he, he's a strong safety, though. He plays the same position as Bell. So And Chin plays free safety. So I, that's another reason why I have no clue what they're going to do. But it's just still up in the air. Hopefully they continue to make some moves and they they – get some at least I would I would hope that their first pick in the second round is a wide receiver but yeah they they could move him I mean Jeremy Chen is 6 220 and he's, he's a yeah he's a he, I mean he's Shaq Thompson is 6 feet 230 so he I mean I could I, it, I think he played linebacker or he was I think he played linebacker in college, he could so he could he could move you still got CJ Henderson he could move yo he could. He did. He, I'm, oh yeah. They 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 do need depth on that cornerback. Yeah. He but. could, yo. He could move right there. He could be the friend, you know, one of those athletic middle linebackers. He he probably fit right in there. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? He could. I'm 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 gonna give him a B, maybe. Yeah. But and that's where I'm going with it. Yeah, uh, for the commanders, I kind of like Mo kind of did everything. Um, I did want Holcomb, you know. Um, they might go after Slay, um, but it depends on the money, you know. But but Mo, you gotta understand if 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 Sam Howell plays well enough, we can sign all we can sign the whole defensive line because Howell will be on a rookie deal now. Two years from now, it's going to come due. If he balls out, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's it's everything is in how is, is Sam Howell's power if he wants to be a starter in the NFL at this point, because he has two good receivers. They got Eric Bieniemy to open up. He has two good running backs. He has a good old line. He has a great veteran backup quarterback. So the job they're saying that it's quarterback competition, but it's really Sam Howell's to lose. It is, in my opinion. And if Sam Howell 
I'm going to be honest with you. If Joby, if Joby, Jacoby Brissett starts the season, we're in the runner for Caleb Williams. Well, okay. You know, just, just, you hear it here first. We're in the runner for Caleb Williams if Jacoby Brissett starts. It's going to be a long season. Wouldn't you be in the runner regardless, though, whoever starts? I mean, at least with Sam Howell, we could see, right? But, you know, we could see. But if Jacoby Brissett starts, that's not good. This and Sam Howell should be able to beat out Jacoby Brissett. But we'll see. But I like everything else. They beefed the O-line up. Uh, Deron Payne, I agree with it. I knew we were going to sign him long-term. He deserves his money. He's been here. Um, I'm a big fan of homegrown players. So I, I think they, they get, you know, a B plus, A minus. I was surprised, you know, usually we're spenders. But this year we've been – Really kind of coasting, and, and I like that um, because we still got to make a decision on Chase Young. If Chase Young doesn't ball this year, the questions are going to be like, should we draft a Herbert? <laughs> Those are the questions. Should we have drafted Herbert instead of Young? Because we would be in the same position. That, I mean, if we had Herbert, I would be talking a lot of trash at this point because – we would be in a really good position because we would still have the receivers we have now. It would be, you know, we wouldn't have Carson Wentz. It, we would have been, you know, we'd have been in a, a good position. But you, you know, we we got to see. But I like a lot of their resignings. I, I wish Holcomb would come back. Another homegrown guy, I like him. But you know, fortunately, I wish uh, I wish Heineke would have came back. Uh, but one of my one of my close friends was saying that. You know, if if Howell starts losing, people are going to want Heineke and the fans. And I get that, but I, I really like I really liked him. I, I think he's a, a really good teammate, leader in the locker room and knows everybody. But I, I can see how, you know, if Howell loses two games in a row, people are going to start mentioning Heineke. So I gave us a pretty good grade. Um, all right, Craig, we're going to end on this. Aaron Rodgers, he's now going to the Jets. It's it's official. Um, I believe he's just waiting on um the money. Um, you know, he's waiting on the Packers. So, um, which makes sense because I heard today the Packers can wait till. After well, the Packers want to wait before the draft to get this deal done. So now that Aaron says he's going to the Jets, they're probably going to they're probably gonna they're probably gonna extend the talks. Does that make sense? Right now, it's just about it's just about money. Um, how much is gonna be guaranteed? You know, what's the draft cap compensation gonna look like? I don't know if it's this year's first, it might be. Um, I, I think that depends. I, I you know, um, it, it depends where, you know, um, but because he's going to the Jets, we talked about this last week, but I'm going to hinder it. Right. Um, how, how, Craig, how long do you think he plays for the Jets? And do you, do you see the win in the division? Do I see the win in the division? Yeah. Um, I think he can play. I think he can play two or three more years. 
Hold on, Aaron Rodgers is like 39. Yeah. 38, 39. So I think he could play a couple more years, two, two minimum. It just depends on how wishy washy he is and what he does in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I think if the team, yep. obviously, obviously, there's no backup there that's going to be like that the team has, like the Packers did with Jordan Love, getting Jordan Love, that's kind of, kind of make him feel some type of way. Yeah, um, but I think the team has to be going in the right direction, which is winning, like he was winning in, in Green Bay, at least mm-hmm. in the regular season. So, and I I think the the, the Jets have a, a really solid team, mm-hmm. a, a good foundation that they had that they were building on last year. The defense is really good. They have good young wide receivers, a good young running back. The offensive line could use a little bit of help, but the biggest issue was the quarterback. So I kind of want to see when he gets there, because the AFC is just is getting, I mean, it's, it's ridiculously tough. It seems like just it's from crazy, in. It's crazy. Compared to the AFC, it's like night and day. And the AFC is crazy. Like Dolphins and what they what what they've done in the offseason and the offense that that they have. The Bills aren't going anywhere. The Bills still look good. They I mean they could they could use a running back, obviously, but Everything else is still really good. Patriots are still well coached. And I mean, they're the Patriots. They're still going to be in games. They're going to be right around probably like eight, nine wins again, seven, eight, nine wins, yeah. competitive in certain games. So, and then going to New England is no is no cakewalk. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them. And looking at I mean, and, and the schedule that they got this year, it's gonna it's not gonna be, I mean, not gonna be NFC uh north type schedule. Probably. Nah, they got they got a tough schedule, bro. I'm about to look it That's up. That's what right I'm saying. Now. It's gonna be much more tougher. So you know what? <laughs> and I'm thinking about it. I think it was like in January, Zach Wilson came out and said something to the effect of Oh my gosh, I whatever, saw that today. Whatever veteran quarterback that we sign is I'm gonna make his life hell in practice or whatever it is. So I wanna see what happens now when since Aaron Rodgers is, is on his way there pretty much. Good luck. What's gonna happen with that? Because I, I I really doubt that that's what's gonna happen. No, not with Aaron Rodgers. Like not gonna talk to Aaron Rodgers like that. You know, it is what it is. I mean, he he he's got a lot of growing up to do for a guy that's not that good and doesn't take accountability or responsibility for what's going on in his in his performances. Um, but yeah, I, I think as far as them winning the division, hmm. I think it's possible just because the quarterback play, I think they ended the season losing like six games in a row. But even still, their defense was like a top five, top ten defense. If they can just get consistent quarterback play, and Aaron Rodgers had probably – he definitely had his worst year since, I don't know, like 2010 or something like that, maybe 20, 2008 when he – last time he threw double-digit picks. Yeah. And he didn't have any – so now that he has receivers – um, I think he should be able to, and, and, and a really good defense. I think he, he should be able to definitely get this team. I think he's good enough for at least three more wins, three, four more wins to get him to yeah. 10 and seven instead of seven and 10. So I, I, see I don't that. think that's, that's not good enough to win the division. I don't think I'm still going with the bills until further notice, but I think they will be, a, I think they could definitely be a playoff team and be way more competitive with a good quarterback. The problem, the issue is that I had was that stupid list that he put out. <coughs> I know you're the Jets, and you want Aaron Rodgers, 
but the list is just dumb to me. Like Rand Randall Cobb, are you kidding me? <laughs> Randall Cobb is not. He says he didn't put it out. That's what he said. Okay, well, you know what? That's what I don't know what happened. It got out, so somebody put it out the list out there. You already have Wilson and Moore, and say you have Davis. Yeah. Now you got Lazar. So now you have four good wide receivers. I don't know what they're going to do with Davis, but that's – I mean, you don't need Cobb. You definitely don't need Mercedes Lewis. How does Mercedes <laughs> – 38. No, he doesn't need to be playing anymore <laughs> at this point. It's not at – like, what do, you, what do you want him for? It's like, I don't understand. You have Conklin. He's not bad. Conklin was good. But I mean, he, but I'm just good, saying, what actually. do you want Mercedes Lewis for? What is he going to do for you at 30, 38? I just don't get it. I can understand wanting to get Odell Beckham, but he's going to cost a lot, and you don't know what you're going to get from him because he's 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 hurt. He, he looked he looked now nah, he looked good. He did a um, a workout for teams. For, he did he did a workout for teams. He looked good. That's what they say. Say so he looked probably good. still going probably still going to cost. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he said, yeah, he's going to cost so, more. I mean, you don't you don't you don't need him. You don't need him. I, I think the team is fine the way it is. He yeah. just needs to go in the camp. In the offseason, maybe do what Tom Brady did before Camby, and then just build that camaraderie, build that rapport with your receivers, have that like build that trust with them. Something that you didn't do the last season in Green Bay. That way you can get on the same page when the season starts with these young wide receivers who were complaining last year about their quarterback play. Yeah. It's, it's just common sense stuff to me. Yeah. Um I'm 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 hoping that he does well because he is Aaron Rodgers and I want to see him win at least one more ring. But yeah, AFC is going to be tough, man. So uh, I'm going to say no to the division. I am going to say yes to, to a playoff team okay. and three years max. I'm going to say three years max. Okay, but I'm leaning two years just because of his, he's so wishy washy. Hey, uh, Corey, me, uh. Ask you this about the Jets. Do you how long do you think Aaron Rodgers plays? And do you think they win the division? Before you go, I'm gonna tell you their 2023 opponents. Okay. Home, they have the Commanders, the Eagles, the Falcons, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Texans, mm -hmm. and then the Bills, Miami Patriots. Away, they have Dallas, the Giants, the Broncos, the Browns. The Raiders and then Buffalo, Miami Patriots. Oh, damn! It's that that's that AFC West, <clears throat> NFC East. Oh, that's not that's brutal. That's a that's a rough combo. <clears throat> um, I think Rogers plays two years. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I don't see him going one and done. I see him going back for a second attempt. I don't think they win the division. I don't know that they make the playoffs. Ooh. I I think Rodgers has become his own worst enemy at this point. Mm. Uh, he has gone full tilt diva. I, mm. I don't know that he will listen to anybody anymore. Like putting on this whole charade of making this big fuss on what he's going to do, claiming he was close to retiring before he went to his retreat or whatever BS stupid crap that was to keep his name in the headlines. 
He wasn't retiring. As soon as Brady retired, I am fully in the he belief was, that his he, ego was not going to let him go in the same class as Tom Brady. Nope. No. Because he would get yeah. overshadowed. Yeah. So get out of here with that. Um, <laughs> he was not retiring. Yeah. Look, if Rodgers goes back to like, what, like 2015, 2016, Rodgers, where like if he shows up in New York, he starts working with these receivers yeah. and he's committed. I, I think the Jets could be really interesting next year because they do have skilled position talent and a defense. Yeah. I question Rodgers doing that, though. Like, seeing him the last two years in Green Bay, I have zero faith that he's going to go and ingratiate himself with that roster. And I really don't know how him and Zach Wilson are going to get along. Oh, they're not getting along at all. That quarterback room is going to be spicy. Yeah. And I just, I could see his ego getting in the way and causing problems in New York. Damn. Jeez. They, I mean, hey, I, that New York media is different too. It's not the Green Bay media. Yeah. Not the Green Bay media, yo. Zach Wilson yeah. says when, when something. He struggled he got in fixed. Green Bay. <laughs> nothing. You struggle in New York. Everyone's going to be talking about it. Yeah. Zach Wilson said uh, he was like, it's the defense fault. He didn't take accountability. He got benched. The New York media is crucial. But it, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I read that today, Craig. And I was like, why? Why would you say that? They bring a veteran quarterback. I'm going to give them hell. What? All right. It, it's so stupid. God. <laughs> and, then, and then Aaron Rodgers is coming. Who we don't know who it's gonna be. And Aaron Rodgers yeah. loves that. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> who, who, who was scared? Who was scared of Zach Wilson? Like, what the hell are you gonna bring? What are you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he said it. I I I, I don't know why. I don't know why he said that, Craig. Uh, I saw that today. I was like, "Oh, you look like a <laughs> look like an idiot, man. Why would you say that?" And yeah. now Aaron Rodgers is coming right up to him too. First oh yeah, oh yeah. Aaron Rodgers is good. You know, he doesn't shy away from that type of stuff. You know, I, he he might Zach Wilson might hear it. So, uh, anyway, Mo, how Green Bay? It's trading Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. This, this is we. It's a done deal. Do you see them winning the division? And how long do you see Aaron Rodgers actually playing in New York? Um, I'm going to say no to the division because I'm going to respect the Bills to say until somebody dethrones them. Yep. But it's going to be interesting. Um, I see very, him playing very. two years. Okay. Um. And here's where it gets interesting. Because of the owner's statements, because of the owner's statements and the fact you're getting Brett Favre, I mean, getting Aaron Rodgers. Same person. Yeah, 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 yeah you had it, right? Same person, same situation, <laughs> but still. Um, you better win something or that coach won't be there next year. Um, they're going to blame it on the coach. It's sad to say it, but let's just keep it real. Um, yeah, if they don't go to the playoffs, yeah, they, they, I can see them. If they don't go to the playoffs, they're going to blame it on the coach and they're going to fire them. 
if I'm Green Bay, it's a high possibility. If I'm Green Bay, there's no way you're not coming off that 13th pick. If I'm Green Bay, there's no way you're because if now this is where I was swinging. If they keep Aaron, if they get Aaron Rodgers to keep that 13th pick and, and they hit on a home run pick there, I'd be like, oh man, oh wow. You got Aaron Rodgers and, and you was able to keep that 13th pick, but I just don't see they might I hope do a conditional. Yeah, yeah, I hope Green Bay's not that stupid to let the Jets keep that pick. Like I would call they bluff. Like, how bad do you want Rodgers? You know what I'm saying? And and, and 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 this is why I would say that if I'm Green Bay, you have you have you allow the Jets to fly out to California, beat him while he's still under contract with you. He's yeah. creating lists, he's going on podcasts. He's basically current it as if he's not a, a Green Bay Packer. On they the don't. Contract. They don't want him. Like, anyway. he, he's not a free agent. They like, like him though. He's a free agent. So that's but, what they wanted, Mo. They they right. they do not. They I, they were I fed up it, with but, him. I get it, but the way you would carry it now is you got to get a, a first round pick out of this. You can't come out of this just saying, "Oh, we'll give up compensatory picks and stuff like that." Like, come on, you got to come out of this with some picks yeah. and something to help saying. this young kid uh, love. You got to come out of this with something to, to say, hey, okay, because Aaron Rodgers not washed up goods. It ain't like he a bum on the street. So it, it, I don't yeah. think it's far-fetched to say, give us that 13th pick. Nah, right. I, I, don't, I don't think it is. So it, it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm interested to see what, what is the draft compensation here yeah. for giving up for, for Rodgers. Um I see them going to playoffs because I just don't. I like Robert Robert Sala as a coach. I, if they get if they get Rogers and and with some of the moves they've been making and some people, I mean, help, I, I think they're going to get a number one pick because Russ went for number one and Stafford. I think right. They went to um, multiple they picks. They went to the multiple picks. Yeah, they went to. They got multiple yes. picks. Now the AFC they got better, especially up on the defensive side of the ball. So they want to improve that offense line. They can't keep that offense line like it is and think you just going just just because Aaron Rodgers that's going to improve everything. No, nah, that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. Um, so I'm definitely going to see. I definitely want to see where they go from there. But um, I like you know I think they're gonna make the playoffs. But I, I I'll still go with Buffalo until you prove me otherwise. So okay, I I think Aaron Rodgers plays two years. I I agree with that. I think he plays two years. Um, I agree with you, Mo. The offensive line is horrendous. But if we do look in the past, if Russell Wilson goes for, you know, that draft conversation, Matthew Stafford, probably multiple picks are in the in the, in the equation. Um, you know, maybe the first, and then maybe a second conditional or third to a second. I, you know, I don't. I don't know what well, they're drawing up their plans now. So I, I, I do agree that the Jets need to fix off the line. And here's here's the you know the messed up thing that Rodgers has done because he's waited this long, he's hampered the Jets in free agency. He's hampered them. They could have they could have signed offensive linemen, but they're waiting on Rodgers. So uh, they're not going to fix their offensive line, and that is going to be horrendous and that's gonna be it's not gonna be good when you're in the you know we just went over their schedule man <clears throat> so you're already gonna play the Chargers who got a good defensive front Buffalo has a good defensive front Bob Miller is gonna be back Miami has a good defensive front 
The Chiefs have a good defensive front. So um, it's going to be actually, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I want to see where they go. So I don't think they win a division. I do think they the Jets almost beat the Bills last year. I think they get a win against the Bills in Miami. I, I think I agree with Craig. 10 and 7, excuse me, but it's going to be, this is going to be a crazy year because every year in the NFL, we have teams that went to the playoffs and then the next year they don't go. So the teams that went to the playoffs, Buffalo, Miami, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Kansas City, and the Chargers. So one of those aren't going to go. Kansas City's probably going to be there. Cincinnati's probably going to be there. Buffalo's probably going to be there. Um, you know, AFC South is going to be up in the air. You could say Jacksonville, maybe, but it just depends on the moves. Baltimore, I don't, we don't know what's happening with Lamar. That division's tough, you know. I, I don't think it's a guarantee. It's not like, you know, unfortunately, this is the this is the honest truth. The AFC has able to draft quarterbacks in the top 10, and they're really good. And that's the thing in the in the AFC. All the teams that have really good quarterbacks are, are winning. Right? And you got to think Denver might be pushing for a playoff spot next year. Um, Houston's going to be better. Indianapolis is going to be better. Jacksonville is probably going to be better. I think they do go to the playoffs just because of their defense, but it's gonna it's gonna be it's not gonna be easy because if if the Jets were in the NFC, oh I'd be like oh okay, thirteen and three, oh they probably win a division. But the problem is they're in the AFC, which is quarterback heavy. It is difficult. Let's say Lamar says. I'm signing my franchise tag and I'm going to ball out and the Ravens end up going, winning two playoff games. Like it, this is a tough, this is the AFC is really tough. Um, but Mo, to your point, I, I think the Packers were, they were tired of Aaron Rodgers. Um, they knew, I think they knew mid season they were going with Jordan Love. I, I think they were kind of tired of him when he didn't show up for OTAs and, Taking his time last year again, and you know, because he, he he did this last year, you know, and he didn't show up to OTAs, and then he shows up to training camp like I'm here, and he doesn't have a good season, which is very odd for Rodgers, you know. But I, I think for, for the Jets to go to the playoffs, he's going to have to commit to the offseason program. If he doesn't commit to the offseason program, it's going to be a long year for the Jets. It's just that, you know. It's it's a tough division, but you know Alan Lazard. Uh, oh my goodness, oh, what's his name? He just was Roger Moore. Um, <clears throat> yes, <laughs> they're receivers. So Garrett Wilson's probably you know he's the number one. Then they got Elijah Moore. Then they got Alan Lazard. So their receiving core is good. Tyler Compton, and they got C.J. Uzma. They're, they, they're deep, you know, but that offensive line is something that they're going to have to work on. 
And unfortunately, they don't have the draft capital. And because Rodgers took this long, they missed out at the beginning of free agency. If Rodgers told them when they first met, went out California, they would have been able to sign some offensive linemen. But once again, he took his time. So their offensive linemen are – You know what? <laughs> I don't even think they have a center on the depth chart. You said what? They don't have a center on the depth chart. No, I'm looking at it right now. You're right. Damn. They don't. Oh, that's going to be a problem, man. Uh, I, but, hey, look, I'm here for it because it's going to be interesting. I want to see how he handles the New York media. I want to see if he's, if he's, you know, um, if he's dedicated. Because if, if he was a championship as a Jet, he's, he's, a, he's a, I mean, he's already a legend. But to say they, they say next year he comes back, he goes hard, and they win the championship, that, that'll go a long way for his legacy. So they keep Wilson as the backup because Mike White already left. Yeah. Yep. Zach Wilson's his backup. What's that? What's the HBO show? Hard Knocks. Put him on Hard Knocks. Oh, um, I would love that. That with him and Wilson. I that would, would him and Wilson. love yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. NFL. Put him on Hard Knocks. That's what I want to oh, see. Man. I want to see it. Or the in season Hard Knocks. That's what I really want to see. Yeah. 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 And then. You know what else I hope, and they might not do it because they might not have a first round pick. Is I said this last week. I hope the the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers and then take a wide receiver. You did say that if they get the 13th pick and take a wide receiver, that's going to be funny. I hope they do. That's going to be funny. That's they said they, they they said they really like Jordan Love. Yeah, you did say that last week. It, it's funny because they could. I, I think the Jets are going to have to give up that 13th pick. I think. I mean, maybe, maybe Green Bay takes some of the cap hit, and maybe they say we'll give us a first round next year. But just off what Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson went for, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to go for first. I think definitely right. Maybe am I? I'm not like crazy. Matthew Stafford went for a first. You got to go for a first. You got at least a first. Maybe yeah. a conditional, but he's got to go for a first. Now, they might say, give me a first next year. I don't know. I would throw that in there, too. <laughs> give me a first. Hey, at this first. point, Aaron Rodgers wants to go there. You don't want him there. Yeah. I mean, And you want Aaron Rodgers to come there. So, if I'm give Green Bay, I'm trying to get the best, definitely, obviously, best get possible. And I'm trying to bleed him off for picks. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, Corey, what do you think? How many picks do you think they get? I don't know. I like if you're what's that? If you're New York. I get that, that there's leverage on Green Bay side because yeah. they can just be like, hey, you know, we're not gonna send you anywhere. Unless we get what we want, and him making it known where he wants to go, I think hurts that as well. But I'm not giving up a ton. That's it. You look at the, the like the the Russell Wilson deal in Denver and how that blew up in their face. Like 
why are you giving? Why give up a ton of draft picks, draft capital? It, it's you just, think it they wouldn't give, make sense. You think they give up this year's first and maybe a conditional second? I wouldn't give up a first round pick for Rodgers. Not at this point in his career. But, nah, uh, a first round pick 40. for uh, a rental? Yes, he's a two year, maybe three year rental. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to see it. That. Corey, that AFC is tough, man. It is. Very tough. That is tough. I'm not taking without a first round pick. I'm, I mean, you're not you're not gonna get a lot of first round pick. That's basically what I'm saying. If not, you know what? I can just I can put either, either you're gonna retire at this point, or, or I'm <laughs> either, Bay either, could way, play I'm hardball. either way I'm starting Jordan Love. They could play hardball. They could. I heard to I heard today. That Green Bay can wait until the beginning of the season to decide September. what to do with the salary. That's a lot of leverage they have. Hey, now, now let me ask you. A lot if, of leverage, man. If the if the Jets get Rodgers, do we do we say the AFC East is the toughest division now in in in, in the AFC? With the moves that have been made, with the moves that have been made, you got you got Miami with their moves. I mean, yes, we got C two to stay healthy. But do we do we uh, just it, it, uh, maybe? Is he was in the, the West? North, I like what Pittsburgh's doing. I like what Pittsburgh's doing. So no, I think I Pittsburgh gonna be right around eight nine wins again mm-hmm. until they until they develop their offensive line. Uh, I think the AFC West with Sean Payton and the moves they make. I think they're gonna yeah, offensive line. Yeah, it definitely. It, you might be right though. I yeah. Cleveland might be a little bit better, but you might be. You might. I don't know if that's a wrong statement. That's gonna be intriguing though to see Deshaun Watson for a full year, all season, full all season with that team because they got hot in the end of the season. They were they were playing good ball. Yeah, this is gonna be good because he's in a tough division. But it depends what Lamar do. You know, yeah. does Lamar show up? Because he 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 doesn't. He's not gonna get fined. You know. Because he's not under contract, so he could Lamar could really put a wrench in the Ravens' plan and show up week one, or he could sign it and go through training camp, you know, and, and play. Because I think Kirk Cousins did that. I think Kirk Cousins bet on himself, went through the training camp, and then played good. And then, you know, at that point, I don't know. Like if if the Ravens, if the Lamar goes through training camp, he signs it, goes through training camp. Balls out again, and they go to the playoffs again, and they're eleven and six at that point, and maybe they win a playoff game. At that point, he's going to cost even more. It's just going to cost more, man. They should have did this two years ago. It's their fault. They should have did it before Deshaun Watson. They should have got it done. They should have got it done, man. He wouldn't have been asking for this. They should have got yeah. it done. No, there's. A lot of talk knocking Lamar for not having an agent. And I think that's a convenient excuse for Maybe should have got the that. owners colluding to try to make sure that guaranteed contracts don't become a thing. Yep. It's like a it's like a non-spoken Mike Mike Florial is big on that. He is like they are colluding. And he says it's yeah. hard to prove in court, but there he was like, this is what he said, then we're gonna get off the air. He said this one simple thing. He said, 
the owners don't even have to say anything, but for all those teams just to come out, and this has never happened before to say that, the yep. owners have been talking. They're, well, they didn't even need to, though. They're like, yeah, there you go. But there, there, was, go. there was no reason for those four organizations to do that. And I believe all four were in on Deshaun Watson the year before. Yes. Still needing a quarterback. Yes. To just voluntarily come out within an hour of the tag being applied saying, oh, we're not going to go after him. Yeah. The only thing that does is undercut Lamar's leverage. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Why else do it? Yeah. Because you could you could just as easily because I, I, I saw the talks like, oh, well, they just wanted to reassure their quarterback rooms that they weren't going to be replacing those guys. And it's and they're like, oh, well, see, look at Matt Ryan in Indi- in Atlanta, you know. Atlanta went after Deshaun Watson and Ryan demanded a trade. And it's like, well, one, none of those teams have a quarterback that you really have to worry. Like is Desmond Ritter going to demand a trade if Atlanta no. doesn't come out and say they're not going after Deshaun or uh, no. Mark Jackson? No. There's nobody else. Sam Howell's not either. Exactly. And you can privately tell your quarterback room we're not pursuing him and say nothing publicly so that one of your opponents has to pay as much money as possible. Yep. That instead, yep. they made public declarations to kneecap Lamar's leverage because it takes four teams off the board. Yep. Totally agree with that, man. But I got a feeling Lamar is going to bet on himself like he always has been and it's going to prove people wrong again. All right, guys, we're going to end this live. We're going to see y'all next week. Sounds good. Peace. All right.